The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. Four twenty-three to begin this drive for Paoletti. He stands in the pistol. It's going to go to Weathers. He's going to cut it back. He's got a running lane. He's got a one-man miss. He's still on his feet. He's at the 30, 40, 45, 50. He's in the Strathaven territory. Stiff arms the Strathaven Panther. Back pedals. Stays on his feet. That's going to be a 94-yard run. Ryan just going to look to throw. He's going to throw to Fan far side of the field. Fan's got to step on his man. He makes the catch. And he's got the touchdown! Touchdown, Joey Pham! It is a high kick. Carmen Cristiano will pick it up to 50. He gets a running start. He's going to bounce off one tackler. He's going to make a move. He's down the sidelines. He is going to find his way into the end zone. He's running near sides, getting hit by Corey Power through the sack. This man hand off the foul. He's cutting it back on the near side. And he is all to the races. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5, touchdown Tigers. There goes the ghost. Out of the eye, it's a handoff to Sapness. He runs down his blocker. Good patience across the 30, across the 40, across the 50. One man to beat, across the 35. On his feet, nearly tripped up. There he goes, Adrian Sapness, touchdown. Play action, he rolls to his right. He's going to step up. He's going to heave it to the end zone. And it is going to be caught, caught by Cameron Mathis. It's a handoff to Hop. They go off the edge again. He's trying to use his speed. He tries to cut back at the five. Down to the one. No signal yet. He's across the goal line. Touchdown, There's the signal. Play action. Stratton's looking for the end zone. And it's going to be intercepted by Carmen Christiana at the goal line. Let's this one go. And he has a man streaking. Touchdown, Riley Fellman. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Good evening as tonight's game is at Moda Frank Stadium in Glen Mills, Pennsylvania for the Central Athletic League Championship game. Representing the Class 5A division are the Marple Newtown Tigers, led by head coach Chris Gicking. They are facing the 6A representative and host of tonight's contest, the Garnet Valley Jaguars, who entered the game averaging a shade under... Get this, 50 points per game. Both teams are undefeated, and one will be crowned Central League champs after tonight. I'm Dave DePasco alongside Steve Reynolds and the rest of the Tigers radio network for tonight's contest. Steve, tonight's game's a little different. It's the last game of the 2020 season. It's the first championship game, and it's the last game. But more importantly, we're broadcasting this at the TRN headquarters due to the pandemic. You know, just when you think... Nothing else can be different this year. You know, it's just crazy how things are working out with this season where we're at tonight. This has been a spectacular season. So lucky we have had five games thus far, the sixth game tonight. And for Marple Newtown, and for us, fortunately, we're able to call this game. This is huge. Central League Championship game. Um, I'm so excited for this kickoff. Absolutely. We're going to have Jim Allsman, Eric Kelling here as well. They'll be providing stats, Jim, as it's a live feed, and you'll be giving live stats. 
That's it. Yeah. So <clears throat> our viewers will get a uh, they'll get a, that live stat ticker, uh, and uh, you know, working with our partners, Active Image, um, you know, we we get an image from from the stadium. So doing this remotely, you know, pandemic related, and trying to be safe as possible with where we're at right now uh, in the country and and all over the world, right, Dave? So it's pretty crazy, but. We're lucky to we're lucky to bring this to you. Hey, there's been so many different types of remote broadcasts like this, and Monday Night Football does mm-hmm. half of their broadcasts like that. A lot of people in Bristol doing a lot of different things for their broadcast. So that's just the way it is. But this is where we're at, and uh, you know, look, definitely, I would <clears throat> from a from a picture perspective, right? I'd send you over to uh, the Garnet Valley's, uh, you know, you know, Garnet Valley Athletics YouTube, so you can sync us up. But uh, we're happy to follow along and uh, provide you with as much information as we can on this game. And, and you know, listen, they do a great job, so uh, we wouldn't want to stray you away from, from either broadcast. We're also uh, bringing in tonight uh, Greg Pecco, who's also our co-executive producer. Greg, great to have you with us. Hmm. All right. Well, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Greg. Go ahead again. Try again. Hey, Jim. There we go. There we All go. right, Greg. Yeah, we're 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 working through our uh, our technical uh, difficulties at this moment with this first of a kind broadcast we're doing here, and certainly something I'm, I'm super excited to uh, provide some uh, additional uh, uh, information throughout this broadcast. Uh, I'll kind of be sitting back and allowing Dave and Steve uh, the room to operate. If, if you need me to cheer or clap for some ambience, I'm happy to do so. Um, this way here, you can literally say you heard me from South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, excited to be here, though. Great to have you in from Myrtle. And I actually just I just plunked down on the wrong button on the board. That's all. So we're still learning the board after a year. But anyway, but thank you, Greg. Uh, we'll keep you uh, we'll keep you potted up, Greg. And uh, and uh, we'll pop you on mute when you need him. Dave, you give us hey. the high sign. But thank you, everyone, again, for joining us on this final broadcast of 2020. Ryan Walski, big shout-out to you, my man, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Hello, Twink. Hello, everybody else. Go ahead, Dave. Thank you, Jim. Steve, I'll hand it over to you to describe the teams. You have both teams undefeated. Marple Newtown's more explosive, but you want to know that of Garner Valley almost averaging 50 points a game. Yeah, so we had the opportunity, uh, me and, and Larry O'Connor, um, opportunity to call the Haverford Garner Valley game last week at um, AG Cornock Stadium in Havertown. So I will say this is a very good Garner Valley team. And we say this every year, but um, this team's led by uh, quarterback Kevin McGarry, uh, Shane Reynolds in the backfield, one of their studs, and they run this midline option offense very well. As you know, they're f- 5-0 and coming in this game. Um, they're seeking their seventh Central League title since joining the league in 2008. Get this. They're 102-13 and since joining the Central League. 102-13. and Their last loss in Central League play, 2017 at the, to the hands of Springfield. Uh, so this is going to be a tough matchup for Marple Newtown. It's a very good secondary. Garner Valley has. Marple Newtown likes to throw the ball. Um, but on the other side, can't take it away. Marple Newtown 5-0 and as well. Uh, they've earned the right to be here, um, and they're averaging almost 33 points a game, allowing 14 uh, points per game on defense. Um, it's going to take a lot for Marple Newtown to win this game, um, but I think they're up for the challenge. Absolutely. As the captains are out for the coin toss for the Tigers, it's going to be Small, Lane, Goodman, 
I believe that's box coaching uh, with Coach Gicking and Joey Paoletti. And there's a slew of Jaguars. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Jaguars out there. You got to remember, this is the last game for the seniors on both sides as we await the coin toss. It is flipped, it is in the air. And it looks like Garner Valley won the toss. So we'll see what they decide to do first, Steve. And Marple Newtown coming out. So we've seen the orange on orange for the first time. Tonight they're going white on white. We haven't seen it in a long time. All right. So we'll talk about it. So you talked about getting points you needed. So what is Marple Newtown? The article yesterday showed that Marple Newtown is underdogs coming into the night's game. What do the Tigers need to do to try and keep it close, if not pull out the W? Uh, it's going to come down to defense. I and mean, we can talk all about Joey Paletti and Brian Byer. That's the obvious. Obviously, those two got to play well. Joey Paletti's got to have the game of his life. But this defense, you have to defend that double dive, the pull by Kevin McGarry, who's unbelievable at pulling that. I mean, you fake out the camera guy. The option, which they don't th- you know, run much, uh, this Garner Valley team, believe it or not, likes to throw. They'll go twins, and they'll throw some curls on third and five or longer, which we haven't seen in the past. But this defense has to make stops and put the ball into the hands of the offense. So if this defense is Swiss cheese tonight, it's going to be a long night for Marple Newtown. Uh, but I expect Johnny Ebert, Ryan Lane, Joey Goodman, guys like that to step up up front. For Marple Newtown, you know they want to get the ball to number two, Charlie Box. Last week, Springfield did a good job bottling him up. You see Coach Gicking decides to change the formations a little bit to try and get him open in space. Yeah, Coach Gicking is so good at this. It's not just one offense. And not to take away from any other teams, but Strathaven, Garner Valley, they run the wing T. They'll throw a little bit of different things in there. Marple Newtown's a spread offense. like to run the ball, power, counter, uh, zone read. But Coach Gicking will put wrinkles in each week. You'll see different formations, whether it's jet, tail motion, whatever it is, trips, quads. Um, he's going to have a game plan coming in this game. He's got a scripted plays to start off the game. But uh, Springfield did a good job. Um, Radner did a good job against Box. He eventually was able mm-hmm. to get it going in the fourth quarter. Um, but, you know, offensively, we want to talk about Marple Newtown, it's going to be in the hands of number three. Yes, number two is their best player. Might be the best player in the Central League. But they're going to be keen on him. Joey Paoletti's got to have the game of his life tonight, which he's capable of. Now, defensively for the Tigers, you're trying to stop this option that has teams is trying to run in eight different directions trying to stop. They have the midline read. Their quarterback is none other than number 12, Kevin McGarry, the senior. He does it all. He can throw. He can run. He can keep it himself when needed. What do the Tigers linebackers and defensive ends are going to have to do in order to stop this team? Well, it's responsibilities. Um, it's assignment football. Coach Young, Coach Harry Gicking, they're instilling these guys. They got a good, experienced coach coming over from over at Darby, Coach Gentile, who's now on the defensive side for Marple Newtown. He's going to, I'm sure he was giving them a lot of good information this week. But assignment football. DN's got to squeeze down, unblocked, all right, defend that midline. All right, and sit on that quarterback. Uh, the outside backers got to play the pitch. The cornerbacks got to come up. They got to play. I mean, if it's me, you're selling out for the run. Let them beat you in the in the air, and that's what they do every week, every year, um, against the Garner Valley, against a Strathaven type team. But this year is a little different. Kevin McGarry has somewhat of an arm that I've seen. I'm sure he's got a good arm. Mm-hmm. Garner Valley doesn't really show it, but um, I would say let them beat you in the air. 
you got to stop that double dive option pull. And if Marple can do that, they're going to be in this game. Garner Valley won the toss, elected to defer until the second half. Kicking this one away be number 89, Zach Libator. Back to return for the Tigers is going to be Box and Brian Jocelyn. Just getting set in this Central League Championship game will be underway from Moda Frank Stadium in Glen Mills, Pennsylvania. High kick. It's going to be returned from the 11-yard line for the Tigers, bouncing it to the outside, getting a great run back for the Tigers. Along that far side is number two, Charlie Box. Charlie Box coming to this game with eight touchdowns on the season. Nice return. Marble Newtown going to take over from about their 35. Might be barking at the 36-yard line. And again... We expect Garner Valley to key on number two, so other guys need to step up. See how the Tigers come out, and <laughs> Steve is what I thought was going to be empty backfield for Paoletti. He's got now under center. He's going to be a quick toss to the backside, and it's going to be a throw. Brian Jocelyn throw deep down the field, wide open. It's going to be Mike Schumacher out the first play of the game. It's going to be a touchdown. Brian Jocelyn. It's going to be a 74-yard touchdown. Jocelyn, the Schumacher, the trickery is applied. And that's, you know, that's a gutsy play call. Coach Gicking, you got to love him. They go with the double spot pass. They throw the spot pass outside. And Garner Valley loses side of Schumacher. And Marple Newtown strikes first. That's the way to start a Central League title game. Great execution, great play call. And Marple Newtown up 6-0 pending the extra point. It's going to be out of a Cooper Conroy hold. Play went a whole seven seconds. Clean snap kick is up. The kick by O'Brien is good. Tigers take a 7-0 lead. First play of the game, Jocelyn to Mike Schumacher, and the Tigers are ready to play in this one. We'll step aside. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Practic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back, Steve. That didn't take long. No, it didn't. You got to strike first. I mean, as Coach Hicken was saying, they've been 50-point underdogs all week long coming into this game, and... You know, you don't want to show desperation um, by going trickery, but hey, I mean, that's a way to start a game. Now it puts Garner Valley's backs against the wall. Marple Newtown with an early lead. That's what you want to do. You want to get early leads against teams like this. I, and let's see if the defense can hold. I don't believe the Jaguars have trailed it all this season. I have to check that, but O'Brien's kick is going to bounce at the six, and they be picked up. And it's going to put him inside the five. What a job. What a kick by Jimmy O'Brien all season. Mink was able to wait for it, wait for it, think it's going to go out of bounds, draw a penalty. It doesn't. It stays in bounds, and they're going to start inside the five. I mean, Marple, this game has could not start any better for the Tigers. I mean, it, you can just tell this is a well-coached football team. And they have Garner Valley right where they want them. Now it's time to just continue to play some good football here and keep them pinned 
McGarry's going to start with the four-yard line, 11-41 here in the first. Tigers take a 7 to nothing lead, trickery on the first play. McGarry, it's going to be a midline read. It's going to be handed off to Reynolds, number six. He's able to bounce his way past the five. See if they give him the six for a two-yard carry. Good job by Marple Newtown. Defend the dive well. They're going to give him about a yard, yard and a half there. Give the tackle to Eber and company along with the Tigers' offensive front. Second down and eight yards to go. Two-yard carry for Reynolds. They'll switch it up. They have a couple of tight ends that go in motion. McGarry, here we go. Now it's going to be inside run. Tigers bottle him up. It's going to be McKee making initial contact and following him up. Number 26, Brian Bradley, the senior tailback, gets the carry. Third down and manageable for the Jaguars. And that's what they want, Steve, in this wing tee. Sure, and that's, there you go with the double dive there. Fake the midline, hand it off. Off the gut there. Good gain there, and you said third and short. That's what they want. And here they got typically go twins on third down. Third down and two. It's going to be tossed to the outside. Tigers make initial contact on Reynolds, but it looks like he's able to get to the sticks and get a first down. A Tiger had him before the sticks, was unable to make the initial play. Yeah, you got to make plays like that. Can't see, can't tell what number that was, but they go twins. They go Quick pitch to the outside. They had a lot of success last week against Haverford on that those pitch toss plays to the outside. Marple Newton doing a good job, um, but as we said, um, Garner Valley just wants to get about three, four yards a pop and go very methodically down the field. Lyman goes in motion to the near side. McGarry, it's going to be a handoff up the gut. He's able to weed past Wim, but Lane was able to wrap him up at the 20. And this is where they start wearing you down. Getting three, four, five yards a carry. And they get that success going up the middle in the midline. They'll start to pull it with McGarry. As that is the second carry for Reynolds on the drive. Ball spotted on the 20 after the tackle by C.J. Lane. Five yards to go for the Jaguars. And it's going to be a pitch to the outside. Third carry and a good tackle along the sideline. Charlie Box comes up from a safety position. Good old reliable Charlie Box. Safety position. He covers the whole field so well. We go with the option there. We only saw two pitches last week versus Haverford in their big win. Now this time they go early to the option. No huddle for the Jaguars. Trying to get the Tigers to jump. Nothing doing the senior quarterback. We'll see what they decide to do. It's third down in inches. They're inside their 25. And it's going to be a handoff. Number 24. No, excuse me, that's six once again. Jocelyn and Michael John able to tackle him, but not before another Jaguar first down. And see, like you said, this is what they want to do. Is the ball's now spotted at the 28-yard line, gain of four. Yeah, it's tough to defend. Third and short, it's going to be tough to stop an offense like this. Now, I will say, this year, unlike other years, Marple Newtown has a size up front with Goodman and Lane Ebert, uh, some big boys up front, Damian Bosch. So, you know, they can match the strength of Garner Valley. It's going to be another carry, breaking free this time, picking up a first down, is going to be number 26. That is none other than Brian Bradley once again. So they have a nice one-two punch in Reynolds and Bradley. 
They sure do. They complement each other very well. Again, we haven't seen McGarry pull it yet. We saw him pull it and, and pitch it, but we haven't seen him carry it. He's a weapon as well with his feet. Gain of 12 for Bradley. Ball spotted on the 40 as it's just about eight minutes to go here. As McGarry keeps it himself, bounces it past and is sliding all the way down the midfield. Ball spotted at the 48. Gain of eight. So we've already seen, Steve, a handful of plays. Nothing through the air, but they're methodically going down the field. Ball was spotted on the four-yard line where the kickoff was. Yeah, and there you go with McGarry. Keeps it there. Cuts up. Just gets tripped up there. I believe Bosch tripped him up. Left the end for Marple Newtown, number 86. Um, but, again, this is where Garner Valley wants you. They want to start wearing you down here. This is play 10 of this drive that started the four-yard line for McGarry. It's going to be a handoff up the gut, and he's able to fight his way for a first down and into Marple Newtown territory. Steve, this is a good job by these Jaguars. They are grounding and pounding as Reynolds once again gets, I believe, his fifth handoff already. Right. And we talk about this every year. Garner Valley, majority of these guys, if not all of them, one-way players. Marble Newtown, the majority, if not all of them, two-way players. It's a short week, so, you know, fatigue is going to start to play a factor into this game. McGarry, a little tricky. Counterpay back to the near side, and he is going to be wrapped up at the 35. Number 35 got his first carry of the game. Sean Gallagher, Charlie Box saved the touchdown. Yeah, a little counter there to the left side off tackle. Big gain. Just like the wing T offense, it's midline. Counters like that, quick hitters, traps. They're their big pass plays. And they get Marple Newtown one there. Gain of 13, play 11 here. McGarry. It's going to be a midline read. Keeps it himself. The Tigers had it well played, Steve. But when you're that defensive end, you don't know where to go. Yeah, that, that was tough. Simpson tries to bring him down. Now, you're going to look back on this drive. If they start, end up scoring, you had them a third down and two. Quick pitch. You had them in the backfield. You got to make plays. You got to make tackles. You can't give Garner Valley second chances on, on offense. Gain of six for the senior quarterback. So we've seen a variety of different plays. Two spread out to the far side. I would decide to go back to that pitch on that near side. Gary drops back the pass. Now he's looking deep down the field. Charlie Box goes up and picks it off in the end zone. Charlie Box, Tigers uh, get a break. Now, Jim Osmond will appreciate this. Horrible play call, very questionable. You're pounding Marple Newtown down the field, pounding them, pounding them. Why in the world would you would you would you throw that? If I'm Mike Ricky, I'm questioning my offensive coordinator pulling that and throwing that ball. So just unacceptable. Great job by Marple Newtown picking that off. Up 7 nothing here. 6.39 here in the first. The Tigers get a turnover as Charlie Box goes up and gets the interception. I believe he leads a team in interceptions. I will double-check that later. But Charlie Box comes up with a big play. Now the Tigers looking to add to their lead on the 20. It's going to be a handoff to none other than Charlie Box. He breaks free past one, stays on his feet, and he's going to be wrapped up around the 23-yard line. But, Steve, you couldn't draw it up any better for the Tigers. First play goes some trickery. It's going to be a touchdown. You have a 7 nothing lead. Then you go on defense. You're getting pounded and actually get a turnover by Box in the end zone. Unbelievable. Marple Newtown couldn't have started better here in the Central League Championship game. 
So it's under six minutes here in the first. Tigers lead seven to nothing. Small box and company on the far side. Paoletti, read option, pass, and now he's just going to throw deep down the field. It's going to be caught by Charlie Box, who breaks out a one, slides the midfield. Charlie Box, 27-yard play. Chunk plays for the Tigers early on in the first quarter. Great job by Paoletti. Great protection up front. And Paoletti delivers a strike to his man, Charlie Box, number two across the field. Ball midfield here for Marple Newtown. And, you know, last week, Garner Valley-Haverford, Garner Valley secondary was blanketing Haverford. They couldn't complete anything. A few curls here and there, but nothing downfield. This is a great sign for Marple Newtown. Paoletti, eye formation. Small comes in near side. It's going to be a handoff to Brian Jocelyn. He's going to be met at the line of scrimmage. If anything, they're actually going to mark it back a yard to the Marple Newtown 49-yard line. So loss of one, second down and 11 coming up. But for the Tigers, you'll take it. Because now you got a chance to settle things in. Box was actually utilized as a wide receiver on the last play. So you said in pregame, Steve, they're going to try and get their playmaker in space. Sure thing. Yeah, you can't just put him in the backfield. Coach Chicken's very smart. He's an innovator on offense. He'll put him all over the place. Um, so and we're going to see uh, Johnson in the backfield again on this play. I formation. That's McKee going in motion to the near side. Play action, but the play is going to be blown dead. It's going to be a legal procedure against the Tigers. Back them up five yards. Not the way the Tigers want to draw this up, Steve, but hey, you have the football, drain some clock while you're at it. Sure. I mean, you're up seven points. Seven points are huge. And that turnover here, if you can get in the second quarter up seven uh, with the ball in your hands, um, you know, you're in a good spot here. But like I said earlier, Steve, Garner Valley has not been trailing a lot this season. They've and been dropping the is, hammer on a lot of and teams. And the big thing here, this is an offense that does not want to play from behind. I formation once again. McKee goes in motion to the near side. Play action. Paoletti drops back the pass deep down the field. Intended for McKee. He didn't see it. It was over his right shoulder, not his left. Incomplete third down and long coming up. I think he lost that. Again, yeah. He he turned the wrong way or the ball didn't go in the spot it should have been. But he kind of lost that in the lights. or I'm not sure what. Ball was catchable. He was able to adjust to it. But nevertheless, third down and 16 for Marple Newtown. Ball spot at their own 44-yard line. If you're just tuning in, Jocelyn the Schumacher, 74 yards, got the Tigers a 7 to nothing lead. Then the Jaguars decide to throw it in the air, picked off by Charlie Box in the end zone. Now we're at third down in 16, with just about four minutes to go here in the first quarter. Four wide receivers for Paoletti, draws back to pass. Looking, looking, stepping up in a pocket. And he's going to be wrapped up and breaks out of it nearly. And he's going to be marked down at the 48-yard line. Ball popped free, but he was already down. So he gains four yards on the play. Out comes O'Brien to punt this one. That's all right. Marpa Newtown able to flip field position here. They can punt this one away and cover downfield. And Jimmy O'Brien, such a weapon in the kicking game for Marpa Newtown. So O'Brien able to punt this one away. Last week against Springfield, he made three field goals, all from 35 yards plus. High snap, but O'Brien, they're not rushing. So he's able to boot this one away. 
And it's going to be a corner kick. Bobbled. Ball is loose at the 12-yard line. Jaguar is able to jump back on top of it. That could have been a disaster for (laughs) Garna Valley as number four, Colin Mink, was able to jump back on top of it. Very fortunate for Garna Valley there to hop back onto it. We're going to send it down to South Carolina. Greg, what's your thoughts so far, man? Honestly, I got to tell you, I I think – Coach Ricci's got to think, like, why are my guys flat? And he's not going to be thrilled because uh, this has not been a sharp start for, for Garnet Valley. 3-12 on the clock to begin this drive from the 11-yard line. Tight end goes in motion to the far side from Gary. 3-21, excuse me. It's going to be a handoff. They fake it one way. They hand it off to their tailback in Reynolds the other way. He's able to pick up three. Ball's going to be spotted at the 14-yard line gain of three. Midline give right there up the middle. Two-yard gain. Good job by Marple Newtown. If you can hold him to two yards, I mean, that's a win, obviously. But Garner Valley, you know, they just want to get about three yards of carry, and they're content. McGarry? Under center, two wide receivers on the near side. Now it's a pitch to Reynolds on the near side. Extending that reach, it's going to be small on the tackle. Steve, is that what you want to see from the Tigers on the outside trying to force him back in? Yeah, I mean, you want to play contain, force him inside, slow him up, let the linebackers flow to the ball, pursue, and make the tackle. Right there, Mopper didn't do a great job on that seven-yard gain. And it's going to bring up third down and one. Again, Garner Valley, very comfortable in this situation. See if they decide to keep it themselves. Two Tigers right on the ball in the center. So you got two A-gap guys right there. Now Lane goes in motion. McGarry trying to draw him. It's going to be a handoff. First down, Jaguars. As they hand it off to their guy, none other than busy, busy, busy number six, Shane Reynolds. Yeah, first down, nice carry there by Reynolds. Lowers his shoulders on the right side of that line. Picks up the first down, moves the chains. If you're just joining us, you can see the stats here for the Jim Allsman. Eric Kelling providing live stats for you. First down in 10 from the 25-yard line. McGarry. It's going to be a keeper himself. The ball, ball. is loose. And wow. Marple Newtown recovers. And to Greg's point, this... <laughs> This is as flat as I've seen a Garner Valley team start. And Marple Newtown, two turnovers for Garner Valley. Marple Newtown forces two turnovers. They're in excellent field position here. If they can strike here, go up 14-0, this will be enormous. Again, Garner Valley, not the type of offense you want to be. No, absolutely not. I think a lot of people are surprised right now. It's going to be 2-0-9 to begin this drive for the Tigers, looking to add to their 7-0 lead. Ball is going to be spotted on the 22-yard line. So Tigers already in the real, uh, the Hampton Garbit real estate team red zone right now as Paoletti's just going to toss it to Charlie Box on the near side. He's fresh, and he's able to fight his way down to the 20. Give him two on the play. If not, we see they bounce it back. They're actually going to give him the 21-yard line, but you're already in Jimmy O'Brien's field goal range. Sure thing, and you know, any type of points in essentially title game are going to help, and Marple Newtowns, they're thinking six points here, but you know, you have that weapon in your back pocket in Jimmy O'Brien. 
Absolutely. The Tigers came out, raid the play tonight, as it's going to be second down, nine yards to go for Pale Eddie and this Tiger offense to see if he can put another touchdown on the board against the Jaguars. I formation this time, Small and McKee on the far side. It's going to be a handoff to Box. He cuts it back. He breaks the tackle. Charlie Box bounces it to the outside. One man to beat. He reaches for the pylon. They're going to mark him down at the two. What a run there. Nice cutback by Charlie Box on the power to the left. Cuts it back to the right. Reaches out for the pylon, but just short here. And Marpenu Town knocking on the door. Already up 7 0, 151 and counting remaining here in the first quarter. They're actually going to give them the one yard line. 20 yard pickup by Charlie Box. Tigers are eyeing up that. End zone. Pale Eddie under center. I formation. The up back is Lane. It's going to be a quarterback keeper by Pale Eddie. Driving in the pile. He's in. He's in. Pale Eddie scores. Two touchdown advantage for the Tigers here in the first. 13 nothing. pending the O'Brien extra point. And Marple Newtown hitting on all cylinders here. Joel's must be dropped. It must be dead silent on that Garner Valley home sideline. As Marple Newtown has come ready to play tonight for the Central Athletic League Championship. O'Brien, the kick, the extra point out of a Conroy hold. 128 left here in the first quarter. Clean snap, the kick is up. The kick is good. 14 to nothing. Tigers with a minute 28 remaining here in the first quarter of this championship game. You are listening to the Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. Steve, we talk about turnovers being such a big point. Jaguars already have two, an interception, then they cough it up on their own 22-yard line. Tigers take advantage. Charlie Box gets them to the one. Paletti takes it the rest of the way. Excellent start from Marple Newtown. Questionable flat start for Garnet Valley. They'll get it together, but um, down 14 nothing. Not looking good for them here. Two turnovers early in this game. A team that's only allowed five points per game. Five points per game has given up 14 here in the first quarter with 124 remaining. O'Brien to kick this one away. It is going to be kicked all the way down. Return from the two-yard line. It's going to be to the near side. Tackle made by initial contact by McKee as number 25. That is Torrance was able to bring this one back. You said Garner Valley seeking their seventh Central League championship since entering the league in 2008. Marpa seeking their third. They won in 1971 and 77 under coach Bob Kenning and as recent as 2016 under coach Gicking. So they're looking for their fourth title. Minute 21 to begin this drive for the Jaguars, who trail 14 to nothing here in the first quarter. 
It's going to be a counter play, and it's going to be wrapped up. Good job by the linebacker, C.J. Lane, to make a play. Trip up number 35, Gallagher coming around the inside. Yeah, a little counter reverse there. C.J. Lane, that's what you want to see out of your middle linebacker. Number 33, the senior comes up, trips him up for a short gain. Second down and eight for Garner Valley. McGarry, understanding he's got two wide receivers to the far side. Small goes that way. It's going to be a keeper by himself. McGarry bounces it, and he is going to fight for the first down. Good job by him. He had nothing doing. Called his own number. He's able to pick up the first down. And McGarry, he's dangerous, dangerous with his feet. He gets to the outside. He's quick. Can break some tackles. He's a big guy. 6'1", 180. Um, but he holds that weight well. Good job there getting around to the right side for the first down. 11-yard pickup for the senior quarterback under center. It's going to be a straight keeper by him. That was a heck of a fake, and he is going to be in for a 60-yard touchdown. What a way to answer as a Tiger able to jump on him, but he's already in. Touchdown, Jaguars right before the end of the first quarter. What a play by the senior quarterback. Yeah, that's a great play there. As he's able to pull that, and I'm saying, telling you, he is dangerous with his feet. And he makes Marple Newtown pay on their mistake, 14-6, to pending the extra point. Player down on the field. We'll step aside real quick. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. If you're having plumbing problems, heating problems, cooling problems, don't have an attack, call Bobby Mack. Bob McNamara Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling is located right here in Marple Township for 29 years. You can call Bobby Mack, 610-496-6260, or visit their website for all your heating, cooling, and plumbing needs at bobmcnamaraplumbing.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back as the player is able to walk off under his own power. Now, Steve, watching film, Garnet Valley always goes for two. They don't kick the extra point very often. Their quarterback's going to have to come out for a play. That's very true. Um, Last week, they went for two up until their last touchdown. The game was pretty much over. So, interesting to see what they do here. In a situation like this, you would think they would kick the extra point with their starting quarterback out, but they're going to leave the offense on the field with their backup quarterback. Holland's going to take the quarterback position for DeAndre McGarry. They're going to go for two. Jaguars, it's going to be a keeper by Mulholland. He's met at the line. He's able to bounce off a Tiger, and two-point conversion is good. 14-8 in favor of Marple Newtown. Just a few ticks left here in the first. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. If you've had an accident, one of the most important decisions is choosing the right repair facility. Cavallo Auto Body isn't captive to any insurance company and will negotiate repairs on your behalf, not the insurance companies. 
The result? A quality repair that isn't motivated or jeopardized through cost cutting. Discover the five most important things to know about choosing a repair shop by visiting us online at CavalloAutoBody.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. McGarry goes 60 yards into the end zone. There's 14 seconds left in this first quarter. Fast-paced first quarter, I might add. Three touchdowns already. Two for the Tigers. One by Paletti's sneak into the end zone. One a 74-year bomb, the Schumacher. And then McGarry keeps it from 60 yards out. Fast-paced first quarter as there's 14 seconds on this kickoff by none other than Libertor. It's going to be all the way back behind Box for a touchback. Nice kick there by Garner Valley. Marple Newtown will take over here, up six points. And again, earlier, you know, you mentioned a Joslin to Schumacher touchdown. If those don't, that didn't see it and are confused why Joslin was throwing the ball, because it was a first play of the game. Trips to the left, double spot pass. They throw the spot to the outside guy who was Joslin, and Schumacher got behind the defense. Beautiful throw and catch to open up this game. First down and 10 for the Tigers on the 20-yard line. Trips formation to the far side. Box the bank on Paoletti's right hip. See if they just want to drain the clock right before the quarter. It's going to be a keeper by Paoletti. Bounced into the outside. The senior quarterback goes, you know what? I can run as well. Yeah, and he's got wheels. We, we did his game a few weeks ago against Radner where he led the team in rushing and uh, put the team on his back in, in that close game. So Paoletti has some wheels on him. He doesn't see something. He's not going to force it. He's going to tuck it and run. That's a three-yard pickup, I believe. Now they're going to actually give him two yards to the 22-yard line. But I kind of believe that might as well do it for the first quarter. See if they decide to play this one out. Paoletti has trip formation to the near side. One wide receiver to the far side, box the back. Paoletti is going to roll to his right. Looking, looking. It's going to be a quick hitter, and it's going to be complete to none other than the go-to guy on the outside, Mike Schumacher, penalty on the play. We'll see what the call is. It is in the Tigers' backfield. Holding against the Tigers negates the big first down. Steve, we haven't seen many penalties, but this one's going to hurt. Yeah, especially in your own territory. Going to back you up here. They're going to roll the pocket, especially in those instances trying to stop those defensive ends from hitting a quarterback. Sure. That occurred from the 15-yard line, so yeah, that's going to hurt them. That's going to put the ball at the 10-yard line here. So now they're going to mark it back actually more to the eight-yard line. line. So that is a big loss for the Tigers. Regardless, they are up 14-8 here, backed up in their own territory. Second down and about 22 yards for this Tigers offense. One second remaining, so one play left 
in this exciting first quarter, Dave. Empty backfield for Paoletti. Five wide receivers. Box goes in motion. It's going to be a toss to him on the near side. Makes one man miss. Charlie Box is going to be wrapped up when he gets to the 15. That will do it for the first quarter. Marple Newtown leads 14-8. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. The wait is over, Delco. No more driving down to the city in that awful traffic just to get an authentic cheesesteak. Delco Steaks located in Bruma has the best farm fresh meat right from Chambersburg, PA. Their simple menu offers cheesesteaks, chicken cheesesteaks, charbroiled burgers, hot dogs, homemade chicken fingers, and the most delicious thin crinkle cut fries. Call today for delivery or pickup at 610-356-1192 and check out their menu online at DelcoSteaks.com. See why these guys were Philly Magazine's top pick for cheesesteak joints in all Philadelphia. Delco Steaks, you can't beat our meat. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back for second quarter action. Steve, you, you get your breath? That was a fun, fast-paced first quarter. Very fun. Um, the way Marple Newtown wants. They want to be fast-paced. They want to be up and down the field. Garner Valley, on the other hand, they want to be methodical, pound and ground, and uh, you know wear you out. First quarter did not go very well for them. Two turnovers. They were able to capitalize with the McGarry huge touchdown there to you know towards the end of the first quarter, make it 14-8. Marple Newtown in a very tough spot here, third and fifteen. Um, they're in, you know dangerous territory. They don't pick this up. They're going to have to punt it away. Only up by six points back to Garner Valley. Tigers come out. Led by their senior quarterback in his last game, Joe Paoletti. It's going to be four wide receivers for Paoletti. Draws back the pass. He's going to roll to his right. Looking, throwing deep down the field. Up for grabs. It's going to be intended for Charlie Box. who gets tackled at the 45-yard line. Steve, it's going to be pass interference, but explain to folks why it's not going to be all the way down in Garden Valley yeah. territory. PIAA rules high school. Um, it's not a spot foul, so it's going to be uh, marked off 15 yards, and it's not an automatic first down. Um, but since Marple Newtown, it was third and 15, it's going to end up being a first down for them. So um, so if it was about third and 17, it would have made it third and two, if, you, if you're following me on the other end. Understood. So the 15-yard penalty gives the Tigers a first down. So earlier in the drive, Tigers had holding, backed them up, Third down and long, they decide to air it out and actually pick up the first down due to the penalty. Keeps the Tigers' drive alive. Huge. Marple Newtown did not win the toss. They did get the ball to begin the game as the Jaguars deferred. So it keeps this drive alive, and that clock ticking as Paoletti comes out. Trips formation on the near side. Box the back. Jocelyn goes in motion to far side. Ball is loose on the ground. Paoletti does the smart thing, just jumps on top of it. Yeah, no need to pick that up, try to make a play out of it, jump on it, live to play the next down there. And I'll say, going back to P.I., looked like incidental contact, Box might have tripped, but, you know, tough for us to see from this angle. Referee was right on it. Great call in the favor of Marple Newtown. They'll take it. And after that penalty, or after that uh, fumble, minus eight yards there, second and 18 for Marple. So it's going to be a big loss for the Tigers. They still hold on to possession. Four wide receivers for Paoletti. Drops back to pass. Looking to his right. 
Now he's going to take off and run. Now he's pointing out to his wide receiver and to the near side, intended for his target in Schumacher. Steve, we really haven't seen the junior Mike Schumacher this season as the wide receiver. Maybe here and there, but nothing to this extent. No, I mean, you know, not sure. <laughs> he's really earned his spot. <laughs> right. Um, but, um, you know, great kid, great athlete. You know, we saw him the first play of the game, score that touchdown, a little trick play. Um, but, you know, he's been a main target tonight for Paoletti. Third down and long for the Tigers after the incomplete pass by Paoletti. It's going to be eleven, about 11 minutes on the clock here in the second. Tigers lead 14-8. to eight. The Jaguars went for two and got it. It's going to be one-on-one on the outside for the Tigers. Now a timeout's going to be taken by Marple Newtown, lead 14-8, with 11 minutes to go here in the first half, second quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. Third down and long for the Tigers. They're backed up on their own 22-yard yard line. There's not many plays for third down and long, Steve. No. I mean, you know, you know Marple Newtown likes that little slip screen in the box or a hammer screen out to their wide receiver there. We saw last time on third and long, they threw a bomb and forced a uh, pass interference call. Paletti drops back the pass. He's going to have a guy in his face. It's going to be a quick toss along the Marple Newtown sideline. That's going to be complete to his intended target. And number 24, Brian Jocelyn, the senior, playing his last game as well. Bringing up fourth down. In comes O'Brien to punt this one away. Yeah, Marple Newtown again. Um, stalled past a couple possessions here. Um, besides that, you know, QB sneak touchdown after the Garner Valley turnover. But, you know, big thing here, Marble Newtown taking care of the ball, not turning over, not giving Garner Valley good field position. O'Brien to punt this one away. Clean snap. They don't go after him again. It is a boot by O'Brien. They're going to have to back up all the way to the 26-yard line. It's going to be run up the sideline. 10-09 here in the second is where we'll see the Jaguars offense as the ball is going to be spotted at the 41-yard line. Good field position for the Jags. Yeah, great field position here. We'll see if McGarry comes out at quarterback. If they're um, slow to get up there after that great touchdown run. He, you know, He's the heart and soul of this offense. We'll see here what Garner Valley does. And it is going to be number eight once again, Mahalan in that quarterback. So it's going to be the junior quarterback for the Jaguars comes out. Yeah, I don't believe he's seen a lot of action this season. We'll see what he's got under center. Mahalan, it's going to be a handoff now. He's going to keep it himself and bounce it to the outside. And he's able to weave his way down to the 47-yard line. Pickup of six for the junior quarterback. Steve, you talked about reps and experience. 
you can't imagine the backup quarterback getting a lot of reps in practice, right? No, nah, especially this part of the season. Now, again, short season, but you know, would you where you would say you know, late November playoff season, if you want to call it? Um, no, the first team's getting the majority of the reps here, uh, but you always got to be prepared for that backup quarterback. Mahalan. Midline Reed calls his own number. He's going to be tackled by Charlie Box, but not before a Jaguar first down in the Marple Newtown territory. Ball spotted on the Tigers' 48-yard line. Gain of four. I'll tell you what. He's been in three plays, and he's called his number all three times. Dane back to that two-point conversion. First two plays here. Um, so, picks up a first down on his feet. Uh, this kid seems ready to go, not timid. Now, how is the difference in that, Steve? You played in a wing T offense, new quarterback, isn't just rhythm with your tailbacks, especially when you're doing that option? Sure, and that playbook can shrink a little bit. Um, you know, you're not calling some plays you would call with your regular starting quarterback. Mahalan. It's going to be dropped back by Mahalan. He's going to throw to the near side diving effort. They're going to say he caught it. And they are. They're going to say he came back and caught that one. What effort by number 26 to reel that one in Brian Bradley. Yeah, that's a great catch there by Bradley. Picks up the first down. And it's a nice job by Mahalan to stay in that pocket, deliver a strike for the first down. Garden Valley offense looking good here. Gain of 11, first down and 10 from the 37-yard line. Mahalan, low snap. Is going to be a handoff to the tailback immediately, but that could have been a dangerous play. I believe that was number six on the carry in Reynolds. Excuse me, 26 in Gallagher. Excuse me, Bradley. Great Too many guys. <laughs> Great job there by Ebert. Pinched down, unblocked, make the play on the midline. Gain of a yard. Second down and long. Two wide receivers to the far side from Holland. It's going to be a keeper by this time. Johnny Ebert says no. It's going to be a keeper to the outside. Now, Steve, is that just a tackle for loss, technically, because he was a runner? Yeah, I mean, it, in stat terms, if they ask our executive producer if that would be more, called as a, a sack or just a tackle for a loss. But, um, yeah, he, he, he was keeping that the whole way. He wasn't throwing that ball. So it's going to be a loss of two, third down and 11 yards to go for the Jaguars. Ebert leads the team with six sacks. It's going to be a toss to the outside. Cantwell made initial play. Reynolds wrapped up by McKee. He's fired up as they're going to have to force a punt. Reynolds had nowhere to go on that one. No, nothing doing. That's a great job. We talked about this earlier. Um, about playing the outside, playing those tosses, pitches to the outside. You want to force that inside, slow them up, and let your linebackers come flow and make the play. It's a great job there by the Tigers. So just about seven minutes to go here in the second quarter. Tigers lead 14-8. to Jaguars on their own 40-yard. They're in Marple Newtown's 40-yard line as Levator travel trying to pin. Last week, Steve, you saw Haverford get pinned inside their one. Yeah. High snap over his head. Marple Newtown trying to chase it down. It's just going to be a kick up into the air, and it's going to be returned. But I believe that is number five in small. You thought, maybe, you know what? I can run this one in. But nevertheless, Marple Newtown takes the punt. It's going to be at the 48-yard line, 634 here in the second. 
What a change of events. Special teams playing a huge factor early on. And you can mark this as Garner Valley's fourth mistake of the game. Two turnovers, the interception, the fumble, and then two turn two mistakes on special teams. That there, and then the one letting it bounce inside the five-yard line. Very uncharacteristic of a Garner Valley football team. Ball in the 40 of the Jaguars. First down and 10. Handoff goes to Charlie Box. He'll be met at the line of scrimmage and thrown backwards. This dry start with 6.34 here in the second. Tigers are content. Let that clock run. You know, you have the lead, you know. You're going to let that play clock run down. You also don't want to play not to lose. You want to play to win the game. So I expect Marvin Newtown to take some shots downfield, try to get up and get some points on the board. Um, Garner Valley gets the ball to start the second half. Marvin Newtown would love to go up by two scores going into halftime. Donna Frio now bounces to the far wide receiver with McKee and Small. Paoletti looks that way and is going to be sacked. No, he gets out of it. And is it intercepted? No, it's dropped. That was intended for his target on the outside. It's going to be dropped by number two, C.J. Wood. What a break for the Tigers. Very dangerous there. It was a great job by Paletti. Get out of that. I don't know how he got out of it. That was was impressive. He ducked and he used some strength there and threw that away, but almost intercepted, as you said. Very fortunate for the Tigers. Let's see what Coach Kicking wants to do with third down and 10 yards to go. Paletti comes out after the incomplete pass. The first play of the drive went the box. No gain on the play. Empty backfield for the Tigers and Paoletti. He's going to have man-to-man. Everybody's about 10 yards off. Instead, timeout Tigers. Coach Kicking wants to talk this one over. We'll step aside as well. The Tigers lead 14-8 with just under six minutes to go here until half. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. I'm Blaine Jealous, owner of Home and Business Public Adjusters. Our motto at HBPA is helping, building, adjusting. For over 25 years, we've negotiated big settlements for water, fire, and all other building losses. Call our office at 484-444-2100, and we'll come right out there and help you get a bigger settlement with less headaches. And remember, go Tigers! You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back to the second quarter. Steve, third down and long. This is that time when I go to you. Playbook's open. You're in Garner Valley territory. Yeah, and I don't think you need it all here. Um, this is four-down territory. Um, unless you don't get any yards here, only get you know one or two, you might want to punt this way, play field position, but... Again, uh, I think this is four-down territory. Paoletti drops back the pass, throwing deep down the field, intended for his target. I believe that is small, incomplete. Also on that side was Box. So now you got decision time. Do you want to try and ping Garner Valley? And that's what it looks yeah. like Coach Kicking wants to do. This the ball is spotted at the 48-yard line. You bring it O'Brien maybe inside the 20. And a lot of credit to Garner Valley here. Not getting up any yards after that disastrous play. On special teams on the high snap. Um, but I think it's a smart decision to punt this away, play the field position game. O'Brien, the senior kicker slash punter, back to re. Let's see, if they, let's see if they go after him. Clean snap. 
It is booted by O'Brien all the way down inside the 10. Beautiful job by the senior punter that put the ball at the 10-yard line. Returning that was number four, Cullen Mink. In a game of this magnitude, you you know the kicking game, special teams as a whole, is going to come up big. And, you know, the advantage right now is Marple Newtown. The advantage in the turnover battle, Marple Newtown. Obviously, the scoreboard, Marple Newtown, you know, they're playing a very good football game here in the first half, uh, but they got to keep the foot on the gas pedal. 5.39 to begin this drive for the Jaguars. That is a new quarterback. I had to try and read who that is, Steve, but that is not McCullough. It's going to be a quick toss to the outside, and it's going to be number 35 running down the sideline. Good job by him. That is going to be a first down for the Jaguars. Gallagher, I believe that was 26 that threw that, Steve? Excuse me, that's number 24 now in a quarterback. Max Busenkiller. Busenkill, excuse me. Junior quarterback. It's going to be counter back to the near side. Simpson was unable to wrap him up, but another chunk play. Pale Eddie makes a tackle to the 49-yard line. Here comes Garnet Valley. And, you know, they tried Mulholland in there. Now they got Busenkill, so... Um, this is a team, you know, football as a whole, next man up mentality. You know, you can't sulk in your wounds, and Garner Valley just doing that. So we're trying to strike here before half. Try to double up Marple Newtown since they get the ball to start the second half. Booze and kill? It's going to be a handoff to Reynolds to the outside. Nothing doing. Big tackle by number 33 in his last football game, C.J. Lane. Good job by Lane making some big plays tonight for Marple Newtown. He comes up from the linebacker position. Nice pursuit. Shoots the gap. Nice tackle for no gain. Second down in 10 from midfield. One wide receiver to the near side. Booze and kill. Is going to drop back the pass. Nearly intercepted. Tackled by Small. Thrown out of bounds. Good catch by Sean Gallagher. Has said his name a few times tonight as a runner. Now as a receiver. Ball spotted at the 45-yard line. Gain of five. No huddle come the Jaguars. Booze and kill. Seen a lot more throwing for him. See what this is that to do. Now you're in Marple Newtown territory. You got two downs to go. Need five yards. It's going to be a handoff to the near side. See if they mark it. See if they give them the 40 or not. It's going to be 26 on the carry. That's Bradley. Fourth down. See if they decide to move the sticks. And they are. They're going to say you got down to the 40. Generous spot gives them the first down. That is a generous spot. And now... Nowadays, they don't even measure it. They'll just uh, eye it up and move those chains there. And he, he was close, probably did get it. But, uh, you know, if you're that other opposing coach on the other end of it, you know, you're begging for a measurement. Well, you're hoping on the same time when you're on offense, you get the same treatment. As just about three minutes to go here, it's going to be an end around counterplay. 
Big play now inside the 30. None other than Gallagher. So now we've seen Bradley, Gallagher, and Reynolds. The Jaguars are starting to get on a roll. Yeah, they're hitting on all cylinders now as Paoletti checks in at cornerback here. Quarterback playing both ways. Under three minutes until halftime. Jaguars will get the ball to begin the second half. Booze and kill. It's going to be dropping back the pass. He had pressure in his face. Wide open down the field was none other than number 26, Brian Bradley. Heck of a throw. He had a guy right in his face. Yeah, nice little wheel route there for the completion. Booze and kill. Nice delivery to Bradley in stride. First down and goal for the Jags. Seven plays, 83 yards for the Jaguars. are on the seven. Booze and kill. See if he goes to Reynolds. He does. It's a handoff to Reynolds. He runs over a Marple Newtown defender into the end zone. He's fired up. They're back in this one tie to 14 with two minutes left in the half. Yeah, what an answer there by Garnet Valley. Their third quarterback of the night. They don't miss a beat. They go down the field, punch it in, 14-14. to 14, And uh, Does Coach Ricky go for two again? Because now, I don't know if you have an extra point kicker. They're not going to go for it. I mean, last week they did show the, a kicker towards the end of the game. They must not be too confident in them. They're going to line up for two points here. Two-point conversion here. Booze and kill. It's a toss to the outside in Reynolds, and he gets it. They lead 16-14 to 14 with just about two minutes left until halftime. Two-minute drill coming up for Coach Kicking and the Tigers. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. In need of an electrician in your era, Terra Electric LLC is available 24-7 to answer your calls and provide you with service. This family-owned business since 2002 is the one to trust. No project too big, commercial, residential, generators to lighting. Tire Electric can do it all. Complete satisfaction is their goal. Leave it to the professionals. No job is finished until the customer is satisfied. Call today at 610-544-9973. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Jaguars take the lead, not from the ground, Steve, through the air. Yeah, and coming into this game, uh, you know, we've seen them throughout only five games. They have an aerial attack, but with their starting quarterback, McGarry, um, we've seen Mahond in there, and we've seen Boozenkill. And uh, just like that, after the 14 nothing opening quarter lead by Marple Newtown, it's 16 to 14. And Marple Newtown, who does it better than anyone in a two minute offense, will get the ball here to try to convert and score points before the half. Libertor kicks this one away, and the Tigers are going to let it bounce into the end zone. Touchback. This drive will begin with 2.31 here in the second quarter. Tigers did have to burn a few timeouts earlier in the half, so they are limited in that aspect, but they did last week against Springfield go down the field, two-minute drill, pop pass after pop pass. Yeah, playbook completely open here. The running game is not out of the question. Marple Newtown. With all their timeouts still. And again, no one does it better in the Central League, in the area, the Marple Newtown, trying to go downfield, working the sidelines. And Paoletti's been in this situation many times in his career. 
From the 20-yard line, empty backfield for Paoletti. Five wide receivers. Some confusion as Box goes in motion. They fake it to him. Paoletti's just going to call his own number. He's able to pick up the first down. They're going to say he fumbled the ball, and it's going to be recovered by 30-15. Now they're going to say they never marked it. So are they going to call it a fumble? I didn't see a white beanie out, but yeah, it looks like they're going to call it a fumble. And that was a play Marvin Newtown really likes. We saw the towel motion pitch earlier in the game on third down with Marble Newtown on offense. This time they do tail motion, fake pitch. Paletti keeps it. Great gain, but as he was going down, the ball just ripped out of his hands. Um, Touch a bang-bang play. Obviously calling the field is what's going to stand here. Um, And Marble Newtown. Defense got to come up now. 221 here in the second quarter. Booze and kill under center. They're trying to score before the half. It's going to go to the pitch man. Schumacher's trying to chase down Reynolds. C.J. Lane's able to bottom up and get him out of bounds, which is huge because that stops the clock. And and Marple, you know, dangerous territory here. You cannot afford a touchdown from Garner Valley. Potentially go down 10 points if they get a two-point conversion, and then they get the ball to start the second half. So... Um, more than ever, you need your defense to make a stop. Gain of two, second down and eight for Booz and Kill. It's going to be a toss this time. Good job by McKee, bouncing the running back to the inside. Containment is what Steve said. That's what they did as Bradley had nowhere to go. He's able to gain a few, though. Yeah, excellent job there Mike, by McKee. Takes on the blocker with his inside hand, keeps his outside hand free, stays square to the ball, forces that inside. And let's the linebackers flow and make the play. Textbook job there by McKay on the outside. About four yards to go before first down. Just under two minutes for booze and kill. Under center. It's going to be a read. It's going to go to Reynolds. He's at the sticks. We'll see if they mark it. It's actually going to be a yard short. So fourth down in inches, the Jaguars are clearly going to go for it. Yeah, this is four-down territory without a doubt. They're going to get on the ball fast here. Marble Newtown got to watch a hard count. The ball's on the 29-yard line. Tigers have to make sure they don't jump. They're going to let this clock continue to run. Booze and Kill is going to... Oh, he had nowhere to go. One-on-one, he's able to make a move and get the first down. Great job there. Booze and Kill cuts it back inside. And the QB sneak. Many think QB sneak, you just got to go right up the middle. But you just got to find a hole. And this time, Booze and Kill pulls it and gets to the outside first down. So it's going to be a three-yard pickup. We're going to send it down to our guy in South Carolina instead of taking time out ourselves. Greg... Jaguars are coming back in this one. Yeah, I think you saw a spark uh, after that run, and then they had a setback with the injury to their starting quarterback. And then since then, they've kind of you know, turned a corner. You, you see a little bit different vibe coming from Garnet Valley since then. And I think some of it actually, I was looking at schedules, and the 6A schedule this year, not necessarily the toughest compared to what Marple Newtown had to go uh, through with in the 5A division. So I think Garden Valley was kind of adjusting to facing really their first tough team uh, this season. 
that they've had had to face. They kind of ran through the six day competition. So I think now you're starting to see that one way uh, players, uh, maybe that battle of attrition starting to take over for Garnet Valley. Thank you, Greg, as they're actually going to give them the first down, which I thought was an interesting spot. Booze and kill. It's going to be dropping back the pass, and Mike Schumacher came to play tonight. He has a touchdown catch, now throwing a sack. The junior coming out for the Tigers tonight. That's a great job there. On block, takes a nice angle, tight to the line, and just delivers a blow to Booze and kill there. Lucky he held on to the football. Very lucky he held on to it. Another timeout caught on the field here. But, Greg, to your point, you were talking about the schedule as Marple Newtown played in a nail-biter, probably arguably the best game of the year against Strathaven. It went on the seesaw back and forth. Right, right. And you look at the the tight game against Springfield the other week, the same thing against Radnor, and Garnet Valley did not have to deal with any of that this year. Um, you know, I got to see Haverford and Upper, Upper Darby that game, and it wasn't really anything special um, to me anyway. Second down, they're going to be a loss of four, so 14 yards to go. Drops back to Boozenkill, lofts it over, and it's going to be caught at the 20 by the tight end. Number 87, Matt Morawski, the senior tight end. So a good job by them to get back down to the 20-yard line, Steve. So many passes, you're not common to see this with Garner Valley football. No, and you know it's something they had to add in their arsenal. They were able to run through centrally competition. Now this year they don't have to worry about um, other teams in 6A playoffs, but going forward, this passing game is going to help them. Third down and four. It's going to be a counter back to the near side. He's got a lead blocker. He's down inside the five. Yeah, it's going to be a touchdown saving tackle by Box, but Gallagher sniffing the end zone. Yeah, it's a nice run there. The counter reverse to the outside. Gallagher inside the five yard line. Make it to three, four and a half, three and a half yard line for Garner Valley. Balls on the three. They're going to have to take a timeout. We will as well as the clock continues to wind down. 25 seconds remain. Jaguars out of timeouts looking to add to their lead. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you thinking of buying or selling your home? If that's the case, call Marple Newtown real estate expert. Karen Garbett and Maggie with the Garbett Hampson Real Estate Team. Karen and Maggie have over 55 star reviews on Zillow. They support Marple Newtown High School football and go the extra mile for you. In fact, a $500 donation will be made by them to the football team in your name for anyone who calls Karen or Maggie and has their home bought or sold with them that goes to settlement. Want a good return on investment? Be sure to give Karen and Maggie a call at 610-331-4546. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. First. Welcome back. First down and goal for the Jaguars. It's going to be a pass drop back to pass. It's intercepted. Intercepted by Eric McKee at the goal line. He rattles to the two. What a job by the Tigers. Their third turnover of the first half. I just don't understand. I don't get it. I don't mean to bash high school football coaches, but another inexcusable play call there by Garner Valley. Why? How much rushing yards do they have? 
200 and what? 217. And you're throwing it from the three-yard line? <laughs> I got no you know, words. No words. Heck of a job by Marple Newtown right there to step in front of that. That's huge for them. They're not going to be able to nail it here. They're going. I think they're going to have to. Well, probably does sneak have room. it. Uh, he does right. have room there. All right, so That's they're a, out of timeouts. <laughs> that is a That's tremendous huge. stand by the Marple Newtown defense to stop the Jaguars from going into the end zone. Garner Valley will get the ball to begin the second half. They lead 16-14, to 14, but the Tigers are knocking on the door. We have a good one for you tonight. The Central League Championship game played at Garner Valley High School in Glen Mills, Pennsylvania. We'll step aside for halftime. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and the Tigers Radio Network. <laughs> The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. Five, four, three, two, Two receivers, single back is Sapness. They hand off to him. He finds a hole. He's across the 20, 30, 40, 50. No one's going to catch him. Touchdown, Adrian Sapness. One play changes the game once again for Marple Newtown. It's going to be a play action over the middle. It's going to be bounced. One-handed by Carmen Christiana. He's going to put him in motion, put him on the left side. He's going to be looking left. Marple Newtown McEwen applying pressure. That's Noah Turner. He's going to be a sack. It's going to be a handoff to Charlie Box on the far side. Trying to get the corner. He does. Charlie Box falls steam ahead. There goes Charlie Box down the sideline. Charlie Box can do it all. Side. They fake it to him. They're actually going to roll. It's going to be deep down the field. The ferry over the shoulder catch. He's in for his fourth touchdown tonight. It's going to be a handoff to him. Up to gut. Makes one man miss. Now on his feet. Brian Jocelyn is going to score. Brian Jocelyn, 39 yards out. They're going to put Abel Hoff in motion. It's going to go that way. It's going to be a swing pass to Hoff. Who has the sideline. He's at the 50, the 40. He's got one man to beat. He cuts it back. He's at the 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Tigers. Roll to his right, come back to his left. It's a screen past the weather. Who has a running lane? He's got the edge. He's gonna break free. He's still on his feet. It's a chase to the end zone. And Weathers is gonna get in for a Marple Newtown touchdown. Welcome back for second half action in this Central League Championship game between the Marple Newtown Tigers and the Garner Valley Jaguars. Steve, Garner Valley leads 16-14, but leaving points on the board. Huge interception by junior Eric McKee at the goal line right before the half. It's been an action-packed football game so far. First 24 minutes, back and forth. Marple Newtown 14-0 lead to start, 16 unanswered, then come... Coming from Garnet Valley, um, Marple Newtown leading the turnover battle. It's going to be a bouncer by O'Brien. Return from the six-yard line. That's where the Jaguars will take it out as number 24, I believe. No, 
35 was the returner. That is Sean Gallagher. This drive will begin for 11.54 here in the third. Steve? I was saying, Marple telling the turnover battle. Three turnovers for Garner Valley, one for Marple. And uh, two cr- two crucial ones for Garner Valley. One was uh, Marple Town was able to score uh, with a uh, Joey Paletti QB sneak. And then uh, one to end the first half where Garner Valley was on the three-yard line. Kill is going to hand it off. So it looks like he's going to stay in at quarterback as the ball was spotted at the 32. We'll see if they give him a yard, if anything. No gain on the play, it looks like, Steve. Yeah, great job up front from Marple Newtown there. Looks like they might give him one yard, maybe second and nine. They're going to mark it at 11.35 remaining here in the third quarter. Garner Valley starts the second half off on offense. Boos and kills, second down and nine. The second half just getting underway. It's going to be no one home. And Big Ryan Lane says hello in the backfield. Miscommunication there. Looks like they wanted to go with the double dive, but Musing Kill just stood there waiting for someone to come for, get yeah, it. He yeah. was waiting for a handoff, and, and nobody came. You got to expect that. I mean, technically, this is your third-string quarterback, and uh, just some miscommunication there. It's a huge play for Marple Newtown. Third down and 12 for Garner Valley, a situation they do not want to be in. Third and 13. It's going to be a drop back. It's going to be Johnny Ebert throwing the quarterback to the ground. The Tigers get a three and out as Boozenkill had nowhere to go. Great start for the Tigers to begin this second half. Out comes Lebajor to punt this one away. Tell you what, they always say the most important possession of the ball game is that first possession of the second half in Marple Newtown with an excellent job there. Typically, Garner Valley receives a second-half kickoff. They, they'll go downfield, try to put points on the board, but Marple Newtown, excellent job. Tigers go for the block, nearly get it. It's going to be botched on special teams. I believe that is Jocelyn, and the Jaguars will take over at the Marple Newtown 25-yard line at 10.05 here in the third Steve, he's had troubles earlier in the season with catching the ball. You don't need to catch it. Yeah, that's a tough one there. That's a tough, tough break for Marple Newtown. That's one he's got to shake off, get back on defense and and play, try to get this ball back. But huge, huge momentum swing here for Garner Valley. You see the Tigers defense can get a three and out once again. Booze and kill. It's going to be a handoff. To number 26, nowhere to go. Good job by the Tigers front. C.J. Lane made the tackle on Bradley. Marble Newtown's defense got to come up big here. They're actually going to give him the 24, so they're going to give Bradley a yard on that play. Second down and nine yards to go for Booz and Kill. Defense changes up a little bit. Midline read. It's going to go to 26 and Bradley made by Ebert. Nice play by Ebert, but not before a big gain there by Bradley. It'll be short of the first. We're up third down here. They're going to mark it at the 17 yard line. Let's see, they got about a yard and a half, Steve, to get that first down. 
see what they decide to do. I got to think they're going to Reynolds. They haven't seen his name in a little bit. Booz and Kill under center, two wide receivers to the far side. Trying to get the Tigers to jump. It's going to be a midline read. Reynolds is the name. He gets the first down. He's down at the 15-yard line. Garner Valley moves his sticks there on the big right side of their line. Balls on the 15-yard line. First down and 10. It's going to be a pass to the outside. It's going to be caught around the outside. A flag is thrown. So it's going to be a touchdown for number 35, Sean Gallagher. We'll see what the penalty is. So the penalty flag is thrown at the 8. Holding against Garnet Valley will negate the touchdown throw. That's big there. Outside receiver. Getting some jersey there. Not letting the cornerback of Marple Newtown to make a play. So a nice call there. So the ball is going to be pushed back to the 20-yard line. 8.38 here in the third quarter. Marple Newtown's defense came out, three and out, and then a botched punt return resulted in a fumble recovery by the Jaguars. Now on Marple Newtown's doorstep trying to add to their lead. Boosenkill under center. Two guys go in motion to the near side, tight end to the far side. It's going to be a counter play back to Gallagher, and he's going to be met by Michael John and a few other Tigers around the outside to near the Marple Newtown sideline. It's going to be about a gain of three. Second down and 12 coming up. Get some of those penalty yards back, but pretty good job there by Marple Newtown for allowing a three-yard gain to the outside. As you said, Dave, towards the Marple sideline. Two wide receivers to the near side. It's going to be tossed that way. Reynolds trying to get free. And what an effort by Eric McKee shedding his blocker and making initial contact before Reynolds really got things going. He's still able to get down to the 15-yard line, but a good job to come up from the secondary position. Yeah, great job there by Eric McKee. He's having a great game. You said shed the uh, offensive player there, able to come in, make a nice play, wrapping up the ball carrier. For only a two-yard gain. Third down and ten here. Looks like Garner Valley in a passing situation. That's a jump. That's going to be a legal procedure against the Jaguars. Make that steep. Third down and 15. Well, they're going to say Garner Valley called a timeout I'm before. I'm sorry. That's garbage. <laughs> Third down. Now they're going to call a timeout, so they're going to give them a timeout. We'll step aside real quick. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. With Home and Business Adjustment Company, never hear the words, not covered. We can't pay for that. Get good money for good loss of fire, water, and wind damage at Home and Business Adjustment Company. Call 610 356 Home and Business Adjustment Company. If you have a fire, blame the guy to hire. There's a reason insurance companies don't go out of business. Insurance companies hire adjusters. You should too. Call Home and Business Adjustment Company at 610-356-1344. 
You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Third down. Steve was right the first time. They called timeout. It's going to be third down and 10. Big play call here. You need 10 yards to get two downs. Booz and Kelly's got three wide receivers, two split to the far side, one to the near side. That's none other than his guy, Bradley. You see if they go to one-on-one on him. Reynolds, the back. Booz and Kelly drops back the pass, looking to the far side, and it's going to be reeled in for a touchdown. Number 35 reels it in, Sean Gallagher. Nice pitching catch there, but Booz and Kill steps back, throws a strike to Gallagher. Running a deep post in the back of the end zone and Garner Valley with an eight-point lead. And they're going to keep the offense on the field for the two-point conversion. Bold strategy because if they don't get it, it still makes it a one-touchdown game. See if they get the two-point conversion. Here we go, Booz and Kill. Motions two men to the near side. It's going to be an option to the near side. Marple Newtown's got it sniffed out for Reynolds. Is he in? He did not get it. Marple Newtown stays within eight. It's 22 to 14 here. Three. It's going to be about seven minutes left here in the third quarter. We'll step aside. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Taking the lead in the tree care today is Mike Gillen at MG Tree. Mike is a resident of Brumel, a 1990 MN graduate, and was co-captain of the football team in 1990. Located in Brumel, MG Tree provides tree care to shaping and trimming or complete tree removal, not to mention a 24-hour emergency service. These experienced professionals are serving those in Delaware County and the main line. Keep your trees looking healthy and great. Give them a call for an appointment today at 610-359-9970. Again, 610-359-9970. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Third quarter action, Garnet Valley is able to convert the fumble into a touchdown. The two-point conversion is no good. Still within eight. 22-14, Garnet Valley. Tigers will get the ball for the first time here in the third quarter, Steve. Yeah, and that, that was huge to stop them. You know, Give up a touchdown, you always say get the point. Get that extra point because that's so huge. In this situation, it was huge to keep it a one-possession game as Marbury Town's going to get the ball to start the second half for the first time. From the eight-yard line, Charlie Box, he gets a running lane, makes one man miss, still on his feet, bounces off one. He forces his way to the 45-yard line. That's what you like to see if you're Marple Newtown. Get great field position on special teams. First down and 10. Drive will begin with 7-14 here in the third quarter. Great job by none other than the go-to man in Charlie Box. See where Marple Town does come out here. They've had some success in the air. Um, haven't had much, the ball much here at all in the game, even though they have two touchdowns. Ball started on the 45-yard line. Charlie Box gets the handoff, tries to cut it back. Jaguars are waiting for him. It's going to be second down and 10. No gain on the play for Box. Yeah, I like to see Marble put it in the air. A little bit. 
It's going to be no gain on the play as Box checks out. Let's see what the Tigers elect to do here. Steve, we've seen a variation. We've seen eye formation, shotgun, empty backfield. It looks like Coach Gaking is throwing the kitchen sink out tonight. Yeah, I mean, last game of the year, you got to throw out everything you have, especially a caliber team like Garner Valley, and in this situation down eight points. Play action. Paoletti has a man in his face, and that is a tremendous sack coming up from the linebacker position. Number 14 shot out of the cannon, Joe Halloran, and he already had his sights set on Paoletti the whole way. Totally botched protection up front by the offensive line. Miscommunication. Really no communication at all up front by the guys. They got to tighten that up there. Got to give your quarterback some time in play-action situation. Now you're set up with a third and long here. Not where you want to be, down by eight points. Ball started at the 45. Now on the 35. Third down and 20. Paoletti drops back the pass. Penalties thrown. Illegal procedure against Marple Newtown. Let's make it third down and 25. Going backwards if you're the Tigers. Hammer screen, Steve? You got to think about getting your guys. In mo- There's not many things to draw up for third down 25. Yeah, unless, you try unless, to- you, unless you're Freddie Mitchell, fourth and 26, going over the middle. Yeah, maybe you want to take a shot down the field. Um, Garner Valley's going to be expecting a screen. We'll see what they come out here in coverage. Trips formation on the near side for the Tigers and Paoletti. Timeout for the officials. See what this one's about. See, what could he be talking about with small? Equipment issue? I'm not sure. No social distancing. Maybe we're the best Is he complaining yeah, it looks like, about looks the like helmet? equipment issue. All right, so here's his mouthpiece, and now he's got that figured out. All right, thank you, crew. As that gave actually Coach Kicking some time to talk to his quarterback, Steve. I don't know what's going on now. Now they're going to whine it. The circus is in town in the second half. Third down and 25. Trip formation once again for the Tigers. Paoletti drops back the pass. It's going to be a bomb to the right side of the field. Wide receiver goes down. No penalty is thrown. Pleading for a penalty along the far sidelines. Eric McKee saying he got pushed down. Marple Newtown got it the first time in the first half. Not this time. Coach Gicking is on the field as well complaining. But O'Brien comes out to punt this one away. Yeah, it's hard to tell. From our vantage point, um, but as you said, it kind of looked like the first half where they did throw the penalty, where he, he trips up and can't tell if he was pushed or not. Or Newtown is trying to plead for it. Nevertheless, it's going to be fourth down and 25, and Marble Newtown is going to punt this one away. Again, in a very dangerous situation here, uh, giving the ball back to Garner Valley, already down by eight points. Now another timeout's taken on the field. Delay game. Fourth down, and let's make a 30 now. Ball spotted on the 25. That's a green 
The Tigers have now lost 20 yards on this drive. Not what you're looking for if you're Marple Newtown. O'Brien to punt this one away. See if he can change field position for the Tigers. Clean snap. The boot. A high, booming kick. It's going to be tackled well. Job, Great job by Marple Newtown's number 22 running down the field. Making initial contact. Cooper Conroy. That's where we'll start. Ball spot on the 39-yard line for the Jaguars. 4.59 here in the third quarter. Yeah, huge possession here for this Tigers defense. You're in a situation here, you go about down by two touchdowns. It's it's going to be hard to try to climb back into this game. you got to keep this within striking distance. And Marple Newtown, I mean, to start off this game, or to start off the second half, they forced a three and out. Um, but Garner Valley was able to get the ball back and score. Musenkill, handoff, goes up the gut, nothing doing for Reynolds. Steve, let's go back to Marple Newtown's offense real quick to negate that pressure. The linebackers just seem to be blitzing. You know what? You're going to beat us. We're going to live with it. Throw a screen in there. That's not something we've seen very often. And I'm yeah. going to credit our guy down in South Carolina, Greg Pecco, for the idea. Yeah, it has been uh, throwing a screen pass this game. Haven't really seen much this season um, from Marple Newtown, but to slow up that rush, I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's a great play call. Reynolds able to take the handoff, go through two Tigers, get in the Marple Newtown territory. What a job by the junior tailback all the way to the Marple Newtown 46-yard line. Gain of 12 yards on the carry. Marple Newtown, for the most part, have done a good job with the midline uh, handoff up the gut. Um, They've... Gotten beat on the outside on those tosses. QB keeps to the outside. Uh, but for the most part, they've done a good job up the middle. From the Marple Newtown 46-yard line. Go back to Reynolds, and why not? He's able to get past Jocelyn. It's a race down the end zone. Pushed out of bounds by Box. He's inside the 20. We are officially in the red zone. You know what that means, Steve? We are in the Garbett Hampton Real Estate Team red zone. As the ball is now spotted at the 18. This is the part of part of the game where, you know, you got one team going one way, the other team going two ways. You can just tell by the body language. Some guys hunched over from Marple Newtown, hands on their hips. They're tired. I mean, this is a dogfight. They're playing both ways. They're playing special teams. Carnival is just a diff- different type of team with the opportunity only to go one way. That was a 28-yard carry. Number 35 around the outside is able to be tackled, luckily, for Marple Newtown as Gallagher was unable to get out of the arms of the Marple Newtown linebacker. Two-yard gain there by Garner Valley. Marple Newtown, nice job on defense. Trying to Had the ball pretty much the whole quarter. Booze and kill. Option, it's going to go to oh, Reynolds. Bubble. The ball is on the ground to see who has it. Waiting for an official signal. This would be huge for Marple Newtown. They were able to jump back on top of it, but they're unable to. That would have been the break they were looking for. Jaguars recover. Unsure who got the recovery, but the clock's now wind set. Now the ball's on the 10, two yards to go for our first down. Yeah, it was a huge break there for Garner Valley to recover that. Artie with three turnovers in this game. Marple Newtown with two of their own. Garner Valley knocking on the door. Ball at the 10-yard line. Third down and short here. 
See if they continue to feed Reynolds. Man goes in motion. Now Reynolds, the main back. It's a toss to him on the near side. Linebacker gets caught. It's going to be Reynolds at the one. No touchdown. He's knocked out at the one. Nine-yard carry. Tigers looking gassed. And that's what you want to do if you're going to Valley. There's wing T offense. Run, run, and run some more. And now Marple Newtown's defense has been on the quarter. I mean, been on the field the whole entire third quarter. Booze and kill under center. They need a yard to get into the end zone. Tigers looking to deny them. Goes to Reynolds. Play blown dead. This will be big. Illegal procedure backs them up to the six-yard line. So first down and goal from the one. Now makes it first down and goal from the six. That's big. Almost as if it's a short touchdown for Garner Valley when you're on that one-yard line now. Makes it a little tougher for them. Got to watch that toss play to the outside wide side of the field if you're Marple. Booze and kill. Tight end goes in motion to the far side. See if they pitch it that way. Instead, it's to the near side. It's going to be 26 trying to slam dunk it, and they're going to give it to him. Favorable call, but Bradley's able to dunk it into the end zone. Six-yard touchdown for the Jaguars. Makes it a two-touchdown lead. 224 left here in the third quarter. Yeah, so now they'll go for two. Even if they do get it, will still remain a two-possession game, which is key. Uh, but if Marple Newtown is able to stop them, all they'll need is touchdowns and extra point attempts rather than a two-point conversion. Booze and kill for the two-point conversion. They're going to fake it to Reynolds. Beautiful executed play for the two-point conversion as Morawski, the tight end, was wide open. After the play, there's going to be a flag thrown, but the two-point conversion will be good. 30-14 to 14 in favor of Garnet Valley. Let's wait the penalty. That ball on sportsmanlike conduct against Garnet Valley. I believe that will be on the kickoff. Correct, Steve? Yeah, they'll assess that on the kickoff. That was dead ball after the play. Great call there by the umpire, Brian Foster. Right on top of that one. We'll discuss that one over Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow night. We'll step aside real quick. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. 
You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Garnet Valley on 49 carries has 299 rushing yards in this one. And we still have the whole entire fourth quarter to go. Um, that's Garner Valley football for you, and they've even passed it a few times. So, um, But 49 carries, that's right on par. Third quarter of this game. It's going to be from the 23-yard line for Marple Newtown. Returning it was Eric McKee, the junior wide receiver. They're going to call him down at the 40-yard line, so roughly a 17-yard return for the junior. This drive will begin with 218 here in the third. Tigers trying to get back in this one. Steve, they need to get in the end zone. Yeah, um, they're going to need a quick hitter here. Try to score fast. <clears throat> Haven't done anything since really that QB sneak that got Marple on top of Garner Valley 14 nothing in the beginning of this game. That was back in the first quarter. So Garner Valley has been playing very well. Marple Newtown's got to tighten it up offensively on the offensive line, but um like to see him take some shots downfield. Play action. Paoletti looking, looking. Throw deep down the field. He's got a receiver. That's Eric McKee at the 35-yard line of Garner Valley. One play, one big reception. They go right back to Eric McKee. They're going to mark him down at the 34-yard line. And that's what Marble Newtown can do. they got to use it. You know, now it's not the time to say uh, we got to stick to the run. You got to use it. No one has a passing game like Marple, and that's a credit to you know Coach Kicking this offensive unit. Um, yeah, you got to keep taking shots, especially down by sixteen here. Got to get this ball in the end zone quick. Twenty six yards on the pitch and catch. Trips formation to the far side. It's going to be a handoff to Charlie Box. He's able to elude the linebacker blitzing, and it's going to be a gain to the twenty nine yard line. Give him. Five yards on the carry. We have an injured Tiger down on the field. We'll step aside real quick with just a minute, a little over a minute left. 30-14, to 14, Garnet Valley. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans. Did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back. We're going to send it down to South Carolina. That's Greg. You miss those Delco sticks, Greg? Sorry, repeat that, Dave. Do you miss those Delco steaks? <laughs> oh, I absolutely do. I absolutely, I had I had one when I was home in October, and they were fantastic. But um, back to the game, Greg. Marple Newtown seems to be driving big plays. 
Yeah, I mean, they're trying to hit big plays. GV's just teeing off with these blitzes, and, you know, you can tell Paoletti's a little gun-shy. He kind of back-footed a few of them here. Uh, like I said, I'd like to see some underneath stuff, some quick hitters, and get it going. First down, second down, and from the 29. And there's that quick hitter that Greg was talking about. It's like he knew it was coming. Complete the small. He's inside the 15. We are officially now in the red zone. That is the Garbit Handsome Real Estate Team red zone. Down at the 13-yard line. Gain of 16 on the play. Greg, he looked like he just knew exactly what was coming, Steve. Sure, and, you know, linebackers want to come up and blitz there. That quick pop pass is going to be open by the tight end. It's a great pitching catch from Paoletti to Small. First down for the Tigers. That's Box as the wide receiver on the far side. This is going to be a handoff to Brian Jocelyn. He's a bigger tailback. He'll be wrapped up at the 11-yard line. Give him two yards. So, Steve, we've seen now Charlie Box as the tailback, wide receiver, just trying to get their guys in space and everybody else involved. you got three more cracks. You can still get a first down. You're down by 16 points. you got to get in the end zone. Field goal doesn't really do much for you now. Sure. I'd, I'd like to see him go back to that fake pitch off the tail motion, the box, and QB keeper, the one that Paletti was able to gain 11 yards before he fumbled right before halftime. Right. Um, but they have a lot of success with that play. Anything really with Paletti on the ground. It's going to be Paoletti throwing it to the end zone. Penalty is thrown. Incomplete. Intended for McKee in the back of the end zone. It might be legal shift against Marple Newtown. We'll see what the official call is. It's along the far sideline. Maybe somebody was lined up off sides. And it is a legal shift against Marple Newtown. Is that something you can decline, Steve? It's mm, a good question. I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. I didn't see anything. I mean, typically you can decline that, but. So it's going to back them up. Still on the, uh, now it's on the 16-yard line. So trips formation on the near side. It's going to be read option. A keeper by Paoletti. See if he can elude the defensive end. He's able to push forward. Dives down at the 15. So give him a yard. Ran a long way. Yeah, it's going to take you into the fourth quarter. It's going to be interesting what Marple decides to do here. A field goal will get you within 13, but I think it's got to be four down territory in the fourth quarter. So you got two shots at this. 30-14 to 14 in favor of Garner Valley in this championship game. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. 
Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. Fourth quarter of the Central League Championship game. Garnet Valley of 6A up 30-14 to 14 on Marple Newtown. Third down and 12. They can still get a first down, Steve. You got two cracks at it. You got to think end zone. I mean, they do have two cracks, so you don't need it all here. You can potentially get something inside the 10-yard line and set up a more manageable fourth down and goal play. McKee goes in motion to the near side. It's going to be tossed to Charlie Box. He's looking to throw. Nothing doing. Now he's going to cut it back and stays on his feet. Make another man miss. Charlie Box, what a move. He's in the end zone. He wanted to throw the football. Nothing was going on. He stays on his feet. He's so tough to bring down, Steve. He's able to spin out of the tackle, stay on his feet, and then get into the end zone. That's fun. That's that's great. They go with a toss pass. Nothing doing. And, you know, that's... It, it runs in the family. His brother last night had a toss pass play. Ended up taking it to the house and not throwing it. So, <laughs> must be in the blood. That's a great job there by Charlie Box, staying on his feet. Blockers doing a good job down the field once they saw him tucking and run it. So and, it's going to be a 15-yard touchdown, Steve. Tigers will go for two to try and get a, a one-possession score. Empty backfield. Box goes in motion. See if they try to hit him in the flat. That's normally the go-to play. He's thrown off it. Paoletti's going to call his own number. And it's going to be one-handed along the far side. It is good. What a snag by the wide receiver on the far side. I believe that was McKee. Two-point conversion is good. 30-22. Tigers getting back in this one. We'll step aside with 11-48 here in the fourth quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. Charlie Box is able to get into the end zone. He's committed to go play collegiate lacrosse in two years, Steve, but I think he would have had the option if he wanted to play football. Yeah, he might be a two-sport athlete there. Great job. Gets Marple Newtown back into the game. That's an awesome way to answer 
and they get the two-point conversion. One possession game as they kick it off here. O'Brien's kick is a high wobbler. It's going to roll right past and now be picked up at the two-yard line by Garnet Valley. As it's going to be at the 13-yard line. It's picked up by 35, Sean Gallagher. Now there's a penalty back to where the return was. Steve, you think it's a block in the back? Without a doubt, yep. It's going to be, I look like a hold was the initial call. And so now it's going to be back, I believe, inside the 10. So this drive will begin with 11.42 here in the fourth quarter. Marble Newtown has Garner Valley pinned. We'll see if the Tigers' defense can make a stand here and get good field position. So half the distance from the 10-yard line puts the ball at the 5-yard line. Plenty of time here with 11.42 here in the fourth Tigers' trail by 8. Booze and kill under center. It's going to be a pitch to the near side. That's Reynolds. Pushed out of bounds by Jocelyn. He'll be marked down at the... That's a general's 10. As it's going to be a five-yard carry. Steve, look like he was pushed out of the eight. Yeah, they're going to mark it at the 10-yard line. Dangerous, risky play there. Option pitch in your own end zone there. But pays off for a five-yard gain. Second down and five. Booze and kill trying to drain the clock. Preserve this eight. Score lead as it was miscommunication and Tigers able to hold up the quarterback. Looked like he had his running back in motion. Nobody took the handoff. It was a keeper by a booze and kill. It's going to send them backwards. Looks like they're going to give it no gain. It's interesting. I thought it was at least a one-yard loss where forward progress was stopped. They're going to say it was at the line of scrimmage, which... Interesting. You need one so. more stop of your Tigers defense to force a punt. Third down and five from the 10-yard line. Booze and kill. It's going to be a pass. He's going to look over. It's going to be caught. What a lick by Charlie Box, but he's able to hold on. 32 is able to hold on to the pass. That's an excellent play call there and execution by Garner Valley. Marple had him right where they wanted them, but good execution. On the play-action pass for the first down. Much-needed first down for Garner Valley. Will Resnuski, number 32, made the grab. Ball is going to be spotted on the 20-yard line. First down and 10. It's going to be booze and kill. The keeper wrapped up by Johnny Ebert and company. So Ebert was waiting for him. I believe that was Lane that actually made the tackle. Steve, your Marple Newtown's defense, you just need that one stop just to give your offense a chance. That's it. Got to get this ball back in the offense's hands. They've made one stop this half to open up the half, but there was a turnover on the punt. And since then, Garner Valley scored on all their possessions. The Marple Newtown trying to force another punt here. Two wide receivers to the far side. It's going to be a handoff. I believe that was to – excuse me, that was not – I believe that was number six in Reynolds as Lane was waiting for him. Wait until the pile comes up to see who got that one. It's going to be another third down and five here. Let's see if Garner Valley goes back to the air. Or they trust their guys on the ground. But Marble Town, if they can get out of this, 
They're going to be forcing a punt, getting this ball back in the hands of Box and Paoletti. Third down and five yards once again. See if Garnet Valley can convert. They're over 300 rushing yards tonight. Booze and kill. It's going to be a drop back to pass on the slant, and he is gone. He's going to take it all the way to the house. Number 35, Sean Gallagher puts on the Jets. Third down and five once again. They throw it, and he's able to bring it into the end zone. That's what you risk on those slant patterns. Single high safety takes the wrong angle, and Garner Valley makes them pay. For a huge touchdown on third down and five. So Marbury Town has them pinned third down and five. And they convert on the first one. They score a touchdown on the second one. And just like that, it's back to a 14-point game pending this two-point conversion. 75 yards on the touchdown. Steve, I got to credit. This is the third-string quarterback. <laughs> He's doing a heck of a job tonight. Two-point conversion for Booz and Kill. It's going to be a fake and rebound, reverse to the pylon first is good. He got it. Two-point conversion is good. 38-22 in favor of the home team. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. If you're having plumbing problems, heating problems, cooling problems, don't have an attack, call Bobby Mack. Bob McNamara Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling is located right here in Marple Township for 29 years. You can call Bobby Mack, 610-496-6260, or visit their website for all your heating, cooling, and plumbing needs at bobmcnamaraplumbing.com. If you've had an accident, one of the most important decisions is choosing the right repair facility. Cavallo Auto Body isn't captive to any insurance company and will negotiate repairs on your behalf, not the insurance company's. The result? A quality repair that isn't motivated or jeopardized through cost-cutting. Discover the five most important things to know about choosing a repair shop by visiting us online at CavalloAutoBody.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. 75 yards to the house on the slam pattern. Marple Newtown was one stop away from getting the ball back. That's a backbreaker for the Tigers. It sure is, but you know, still 9.09 remaining here. They got to keep this ball in the air. Big plays, get down the field and score again quick. Levator to punt this one away. It's a squibber. High hop from the 10-yard line. Jocelyn's able to bring it down this time and be taken down. What a tackle by number two, C.J. Wood. He laid the wood on that one. Sure did. Marbury Town not with great field position here. And you take over right about the 16. Let's see where they spot it. 16 or 17-yard line here. Looks like about the 17, so expect to see Paoletti drop back here, get some balls in the air to start off this drive. It's going to be three wide receivers to the near side for Paoletti. Box the backs, one-on-one on the outside for him. His last game is a Tiger. Low snap. It's going to be screen the box on the far side, and this one's going backwards. It's going to be a loss of seven back to the 10. 
Yep. Corn Valley snuck, sniffed that one out. Nice tackle there, but a big loss of about six yards on the first down play. 8.42 and counting here. Second down and 16 for the Tigers, trailing by 16 points. Trips formation on the near side. Rolls that way, looking for that wheel wrap, plants his feet. It's going to come back. That's going to be small. Did he hold on to it? Yes, he did. Good catch. catch. Ball is going to be spotted at the 19-yard line, gain of nine. Really nice catch there and nice route. Great ball, great protection. All around great play there by Marple Newtown's offense. I mean, outside of the turnovers, I don't think Marple Newtown could have played better tonight, Steve. They are play- very well tonight. Outside the turnover, that's pretty much what changed the game. Sure did. Defense has several turnovers that they've forced as well. And the offense has put up 22 points on a Garner Valley team that's only averaging six points given up. Paoletti rolls to his left. Looking, looking. Now just lost it into the Marple Newtown bench. Tiger gets tackled there, McKee. They throw a flag. They're going to get him on pass interference. Let's see if they're waiting for the official call. Scores from around the league. Uh, Bonner beat Wood by two scores, Steve. Bonner, good football team this year. It's the penalty being picked up. All right. So for Marple Newtown tonight, let's go into a few stats. Marple Newtown, yardage-wise, Steve, you want to take a guess at how many uh, how many yards Garner Valley has? Close to 400. It's going to be roughing the passer against Garnet Valley. 492 total oh yards. God. I want to say kind of quietly, you want to expect that. Uh, but, again, they're so methodical. They've had a, a bunch of big plays. Uh, we just saw them have a 75-yard touchdown. So they've they got in some chunks. But, uh, you know, with that amount of yards, you think, well, was this a 45 to nothing game? I mean, Marple Newtown has played one hell of a game. You know, I know Coach James won't hear any moral victories. This game is far from over. But with whatever this outcome is, they got to be proud. In terms of time of possession – it's doubled almost in favor of Garner Valley. Twenty, almost twenty-six to thirteen in favor of the Jaguars, and partially because of that third quarter, that turnover changed that time of possession in favor. First down, First down and ten. Ball now spotted on the thirty-five yard line due to the roughing the passer penalty on Garnet Valley. Quick snap. Pele rolls to his right, comes back to his left. It's going to be caught by Box. Good job by twenty-nine of Garnet Valley to sniff that one out. Desmond Perry as Pele rolled to his left, went back, rolled to his right, and came back to his Good left. Good play design. Perry has a great job. Two defenders came back to make that play. A lot of green in front of Box. He was able to get out of that. Paoletti intended for his target in small pass breakup provided by number five. Good job by him. Drew Jackalis to knock that one down. Third down and seven coming up for the Tigers. Four down territory for the Tigers. Drowned by 16. 7.35 remaining in this game. 
last game for these seniors. Tigers do have a few guys that are college-bound. Ryan Lane will be playing Division I football next year. Johnny Ebert getting looks as well. Paoletti getting looks as well at the quarterback position. Three wide receivers on the far side. Timeout, Coach Gicking. He wants to talk this one over with 7.38 left here in the fourth quarter. Tigers trail 38-22. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The wait is over, Delco. No more driving down to the city in that awful traffic just to get an authentic cheesesteak. Delco Steaks located in Brumahaz, the best farm fresh meat right from Chambersburg, PA. Their simple menu offers cheesesteaks, chicken cheesesteaks, charbroiled burgers, hot dogs, homemade chicken fingers, and the most delicious thin crinkle cut fries. Call today for delivery or pickup at 610-356-1192 and check out their menu online at delcosteaks.com. See why these guys were Philly Magazine's top pick for cheesesteak joints in all Philadelphia. Delco Steaks, you can't beat our meat. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. Fourth quarter, Tigers Trail, 38-22. Goats kicking, took a timeout. Steve, third down and seven. He's got two cracks out of first down. Yep, four down territory. little confusion there on that third down, so uh, good timeout. Talk it over. Get the right play in. Paoletti has trips formation on the far side. He's going to roll that way, come back to his right to avoid the blitzing linebacker, throws it up for grabs, incomplete, nobody's home, fourth down and seven coming up. Yeah, just no protection. Right off the bat, Paoletti's running for his life out there and hard to complete any long routes, deep routes, when you're not able to set your feet and and throw into it. So, um, again... Miscommunication up front calls an errant throw by Paoletti. So fourth down and seven. Marble Town desperately needs this one. Formation on the far side. I think he's going to box on that play. Small to one wide receiver on the near side. Jocelyn in the back. Rolls to his left. He's going to throw it up for grabs deep down the field. It is... Intercepted. Intercepted by number two, I believe. Number eight. Number eight. That's Shane Maholland, the former quarterback before he got replaced earlier. It's going to be interception, 724. 725 actually left in the fourth. And Steve, that might just do it. Yeah, it's a tough one. And going to be like Coach giving number eight an earful, it looks like, for not batting that one down, which. It ends up being a punt. Yeah, but you know, in that situation, you just want to make a play. So nice play there, number eight. Um, Mahalan with the you know, good play on the ball, picks that one off, and the offense takes it over. First down and ten, ball spotted on the thirty seven yard line. Booze and kill. It's going to be an end around to number 35, Marple Newtown's gas. He's past the 50, down inside the 45. Gallagher is now picking up steam. He had the touchdown on the slant from 75 yards out. He's having himself a ball game. There's not really one Pacific player, Steve, I would say, that's really popped out. It's been a collective effort by everybody uh, on the Jaguars. This is a well-coached team um, year, year in, year out, ever since they joined essentially. I mean... As we said, they're 102 and 13 record. Um, trying to get their 
eighth Central League title. I mean, this is a dominant team. 30-plus straight Central League wins. Um, but going one way helps you a lot. It's going to be a handoff to Reynolds. And he's able, not not really the Steve Reynolds, by the way, if anybody was wondering, he's, he's inside the 35. Steve, the one thing about this team, it's a tale of two different teams. A lot of these players for Garner Valley are coming back next year. And they all have a lot of experience as the ball is now spotted on the 33-yard line, first down and 10. Jaguars is winding down this clock. And for these tires, this would be a lot, a lot for them because most of these guys are three-year starters. Booze and kill under center. It's going to be a handoff to Reynolds. Lowers his shoulder. He's down inside the 25. Again, you can just tell Marble Newtown, about nine of their 11 players are two-way players. Garner Valley. 11 of their 11 one-way players. So you can just tell the Marble Newtown team is gassed. Hands on their hips, hunched over. Given everything they have, got to be proud of them. But, uh, you know, Garner Valley just wearing them out here. Yeah, Steve, at this point, uh, Garner Valley is at 530 yards on the ground. So it's no wonder that this team is gassed. 530 yards rushing and counting. Is it's going to be Gallagher breaking freeze inside the 5? Excuse me, the 15. Mark him down at the 12. As Gallagher... Continues to pile on the stats. 13 yards on that carry. Gallagher tonight is almost at the century mark, Steve, to go along with that 75-yard reception. And to think he's the third option. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Marple Newtown has given Carnival their biggest game, toughest game of the year. Box comes up from a safety position to stack the box. Booze and kill. Handoff goes to Reynolds. He's past the 10. They're going to mark him down. That looks like the 8-yard line. As we approach 5 minutes left here in the 4th quarter. Mark him down at the 9. 5-10 and counting left here in the 4th quarter. Corner Valley with the... 16-point lead after the 14-0 lead by Marble Garden Valley goes on a 38-8 run. Trying to cap off another drive here with a touchdown. Booze and kill under center. It's going to be a toss to Reynolds. Cuts it back inside. Marple Newtown able to bring him inside. C.J. Lane cleaned him up at the 5. It's going to be marked at the six. Third down and about four. Tigers with a stop. Have a it chance. Them, yeah, it keeps them alive. Touchdown here puts it away. Uh, two two stops here. Third down, Garner Valley, four down territory for them. Two stops get you the ball back. With with a little, little glimmer of hope. Well, touchdown, as I said, puts it away. It's going to be a handoff. They figured the Reynolds. Boozenkill's going to keep himself. It's going to be fourth down and about two. Ball spotted at the five-yard line. Steve, do you call timeout for Coach Kicking? Try and preserve some time? 
Yeah. Or just hold on to it the time being because you, you already have, burned one. You already burned one. Yeah, I guess. You need to make a stop here and then score, I guess. So here's your ball game pretty much. Fourth down and three. Looks like Garnet's going to end up taking one here after they let it run down. Okay, if that's the case, we're going to send it down to our guy in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Welcome back, Greg. Hey, Dave. Um, well, it's been an interesting game. I think uh, in a broader perspective, uh, thinking back to where we were in July and August, uh, regardless of the outcome of this, I, I think knowing that the kids just wanted to get on the field and, and they had that chance and had an undefeated season, I, I think if you count this as a playoff game for Marple, it, it's a good feather in your cap. Uh, as Steve mentioned, you know, consolation prizes aren't, always the best things to get but you can certainly learn uh from things like this and and appreciate the fact that you're even here uh given everything we we're going through uh mm-hmm. from a, a coronavirus standpoint uh this is this is quite um quite an accomplishment for these teams to be here to not have uh issues like some other teams have had and had their seasons end abruptly um you know you know unionville comes to mind they they were doing well, had a chance to make the district playoff. They lost the game to um, Avingrove, and then all of a sudden after that game, everything was over, and that's a, that's a tough way to go out. Absolutely. Four down and three for Booze and Kill. Oh, it's going to be nice an end-around throw. See, now, that, that's just, I, I'm, that is... I have, I have a problem with that. I have a big problem with that. Um, you know, that... That's not. Come on, I'm, I'm, I mean, I get it, but that's that's a, that's one way to. That's bush have some bad things happen, and you know you you can run the ball just fine. You don't need to do that late in the game, but. Well, I expect they couldn't throw the ball in the first half, so they have to make it effective in the second half, Greg. <laughs> uh, yeah, now I mean, that I, now they'll kick the extra point though. Libertor to uh, kick I, the I extra get... point, and it is good. So it's going to be 45-22. Go ahead, Greg. I, I get that, you know, Marple opened the game that way with a trick play. And, you know, okay, you might have this in in there and you want to run it, but uh, I don't necessarily agree with the, the timing of that call given the situation uh, and what you've done all night on the ground. And doing a trick play in the very beginning of the game is vastly different than with a two-score lead three-score lead with 3.05 to go. I mean... Yeah, this isn't the Eagles uh, Super Bowl when you're trying to score right before the half. You already have the right, game in right. hand. Right. Um, Steve, you want to pipe so, in on this one? Uh, touching on Greg's point, I mean, going back to... He could have just ran it in. He didn't have uh, to you're even going, throw it. He was yeah, about no that, one around but, him. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. They're trying to go up by three-score steal this one, but I just want to talk on Greg's point of you know, looking back, you know, even us looking back, saying, "Oh man, are we, we going to have a season back in July?" Mm-hmm. And to come where we are now, day before Thanksgiving, in the midst of a pandemic, and Marple Newtown's playing for a Central League title. I mean, it it's really worked out to be a great season. Um, we were able to do more games than we thought we could, and to be able to do tonight's game, uh, I think we might have found something for 
away games. Uh, <laughs> you know, this, this beats this beats the Upper Moreland. The outcome doesn't, but for us, that <laughs> Upper the Moreland degrees and mean you're two thousand field our hands. Two thousand seventeen getting yelled at by uh, Bucks County um, residents um, in seventeen degree weather. Um, I couldn't feel any extremities of my body. Uh, we got the win that night. Um, so in terms of the game, it's not good. But in terms of you know my health, it's uh, it's pretty nice <laughs> to be able to sit here. So, um, but yeah, in terms of in terms of the season for Marple Newtown, hell of a season is they're going to get the ball here to try to do something with three oh five left. It's going to be Charlie Boxer in about the three yard line to return the Libertor kick. He's going to be wrapped up. Past the 20, give him the 22-yard line. It's going to be number 25 on the tackle in Torrens. 2.58 left in this Central League Championship game. Steve, Marble Newtown fought to the very end. Uh, it looks like their undefeated season is about to come to an end. Yeah, and, um, you know, they will go out as 5H conference champs, whatever you want to call it. Now, they made the best of the season. And you made this point earlier, Dave, at commercial break. If Marple had a chance to play in a 5A district playoff, you know, I would like to see what they would have done with this roster. Um, but they just played, you know, that this, there's a reason why it's 5A and 6A. Um, mm-hmm. Well, Steve, to your point, too, I mean, it not for nothing, but it being changed to a Wednesday last minute, yeah, that's just – also putting you even further behind uh, in relation to the balance of it all. Sure, yeah, you're absolutely right, Greg. I mean, for a team that goes both ways, and I don't want to make excuses, obviously, but, you know, going to rally, they, they have three different units, offense, defense, special teams. That's a quick turnaround. And if you're watching the halftime, <laughs> you saw the different teams that they I had mean, all different coaches lined up and, in different circles. And Marple, I mean, you know, you have a game Friday, Saturday, Sunday – Monday, two, you have four days of practice. The day after the game, the day before the game, you're not hitting. So you really have two days of practice of where you're, you know, actual right. practice. And then the other two days are more like walkthroughs. So it's a quick turnaround. Again, in this type of season, you'll take what you can get. But, uh, you know, they met their mat. I mean, this is a this is a very, very good Central, uh, Central League powerhouse team in Garner Valley. They saw three quarterbacks from Garner Valley tonight. <laughs> Pelly drives back to pass, well. and it's going to be complete to Donna Frio along the far sideline. Uh, yeah, Greg, to my the point earlier, I'm like, well, you had the starting quarterback. He takes one all the way to the house to begin to get them <laughs> on the board, and then the backup quarterback doesn't seem to be panning out. So you know what? We'll go to the third-string quarterback. I don't even know if Marple has a third-string quarterback, let alone a backup quarterback. It's just, it shows to the depth that these 6A schools have. Right, right. I would like to see Garner Valley come down here and face uh, Paoletti with the pass to the far side and a good catch over there for Box. So still fighting hard here to the end, but I would like to see Garnet Valley come down here and, and play some of these Southern teams. Um, I, I think that would be really entertaining to watch the, the, their style go up against the, some of the styles I've seen down here uh, in recent weeks uh, and, and recent years. Um, but I, I do, uh, to Steve's point earlier, uh, I do like this uh, at-home deal. Uh, Southern Command and Central Com back there in, in uh, Haverford. 
That's right, the Death Star. Right. <laughs> Pele takes the and throws incomplete. Sorry, my uh, my feed stuttered on me there a minute. No ago. problem. It was intended for McKee. We actually were going to bring executive producer Jim Allsman on this one now. Yeah, I want to give credit to Max Buzenkel. Eight for nine. 172 yards, two touchdowns, only the one interception. That's pretty good for a guy. That's that not probably, bad for third string, not knowing you're so going to play quarterback. I'll give him credit for that. I feel like, you know, I don't know if Coach Ricky really set him up that well. That interception's on Coach Ricky, not him. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Paoletti drops back the pass, two-minute drill offense. It's going to be wrapped up along the Marple Newtown sidelines. See if you caught that. That's Donna Frio on the reception. And let's be honest as to why Coach Ricky – through that two-point conversion, <clears throat> he and Coach Gicking, and I'm, I'll, I'll go out there and say this, they despise each other. <laughs> that's, that's why that happened. <laughs> All right, that clears some things up. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, take, I'm taking some, some flack from some other friends of mine who are coaches that disagree with my, uh, my statement uh, about not liking that play call. But, hey, to each his own uh, at this point, but – uh, we'll see what happens here as Paley takes the snap. And he steps up under pressure again, rolls out far side, and passes incomplete. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't hate the play. I mean, it's nothing I would be, if I was a coach, going to say something after the game. I do get where you're saying, you know, you probably don't need it. But, you know, you're trying to go up three scores, but then now in the coffin um, – it's not like the play we saw a couple of years ago, 2016, where um, the game was over. Academy Park runs a double reverse at the end of the game. Right. And, right. and they said they were just trying to test it out for well, next week. Well, guess <laughs> what? a little bit different. Well, guess what, Steve? If, if they get the ball back here, he's going back into the end zone. Mark my words. <laughs> he wants, doesn't want to mess up his average. Come on. You know that. Paoletti draws back the pass. It's going to be reeled in by I mean, Box at the first down marker, so he might not have the opportunity for the first down for Box. And to Jim's point, he, they're still blitzing right now. So, I mean, I, I, like, there's, there is certainly... Uh, no love lost, Greg. You know, correct, correct. I mean, and here we go. And they're going the other way with it on the interception. It's going to be picked and, off by 32 as Paoletti's tackled. No call. It's going to be a pick six for Nis- Resnuski, and there's your over 50. So for everyone that had the over, good job. Yeah, you know, you open the paper up tomorrow, and they're going to call this one back. And uh, now illegal shift on Marple, so it's going to be declined. But uh, you open up the paper tomorrow, you'll see, you know, whatever it is, 52-22. You'll be, oh, what a blowout. Mm, not the case. Marble Newtown fought hard. They're up 14 nothing in this game. They caught it within eight points late in the game. Um, again, toughest game Garnet played all season long by far. Um, and just a lot of credit goes to Marple Newtown and, and Garnet Valley. You can't take credit away from them. But, um, you know, tough way to go out if you're a Marple Newtown senior. This will not be the last game for Central Lake action, though. This is a Central Lake championship game, but. Jim, Haverford plays Strathaven on Saturday, and the Delco Sports Varsity will have coverage, correct? That is correct, and we'll be there, and Steve, and you, Dave, along with Brian Carroll from HavenFootball.net, and and, uh, I'll be there as well. So we have one more game for Saturday. 
the 27th at 11 a.m. Some Central League action. Should be a good one. I think you'll you'll see uh, some entertaining football. <clears throat> we'll have a we'll have a video feed of that. We'll 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 show a picture, unlike the stats we're showing now. And we we definitely appreciate our viewers. And if you synced us up with the other video feed, that's awesome as well. So yeah, we'll be there, Dave, as you know. <clears throat> and uh, it's a great season. Um, I told you, Steve, that uh, they would put it back into the end zone, and I and they did. Um, <laughs> Clearly, what you do in that situation uh, is fall down and then just uh, take some knees and let let Marple burn a timeout. There's no reason to give Marple the ball back here. But, you know, these coaches don't like each other. I mean, that's really what it's at. 52-22 in favor of Garner Valley. They're going to win. Steve, what's the ridiculous number they have in the Central League? Well, they'll go. They're going to go to one hundred three and thirteen since taking over. Marple one hundred three and thirteen records since joining. That and, is absurd. And Marple Newtown is um, in that time frame sixty six and fifty one in Central League's play since two thousand eight. Uh, Coach Gicking was thirty nine and twenty one. of those wins and go ahead, Greg. I think right before they joined, they were three A back when it was only one through four A. Actually, won a um, state so, title at three A. Yeah, yeah. So they, the 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 school in that area has just grown over time, and you know that's that's kind of that that shift we've discussed in in recent years about in our podcast about different schools and uh, the amount of kids they're able to draw and, and just kind of population changes. Yeah, Garnet's come a long way. Coach Ricky's been there for a while, and you know, Garnet Valley used to be. You know, in the position where Marple used to be, and you know, not very good. Uh, so both these programs have come a long way. Obviously, this is a powerhouse program, Coach Ricky's built, but he he's been in the situation where he's on the other end of these uh, losses. Um, so, uh, so it's run down. It's fifty-two twenty-two. Garner Valley's going to win their next championship game. Uh, Eric, I'm going to chime you in. You want to do some stats? Or, Jim, you want to do some stats? Yeah, we can run down uh, some of the things that have gone on tonight. Again, uh, let's talk about total yards. I think that really speaks to the volume of what happened here tonight. Marple, 228 total yards. Uh, Garnet, 555. I mean... 555 yards. That's absurd. Look, the score maybe doesn't reflect what those numbers actually say. It really doesn't. Uh, Marple's played a heck of a game, uh, but at the end of the day, those Garnet numbers speak for themselves. As Paoletti passes to fellow senior Donna Frio down to the 30. And just the credit these guys... The stats don't really tell the story because of everything that happened in the first half... It was just a penalty now as the the change in the punt, Steve, really changed the outcome in this game because it gave Garnet Valley the ball back and chewed up the entire third quarter. And from there on, they were able just to run away with it and gas Marple Newtown's line. Yeah, Marple stopped them. I mean, it was 22-14 to 14 coming out of halftime, and Marple Newtown was able to stop them. Um, and it's offsetting personal foul penalties. So you want to see this game end clean. But uh, Marbury, three and out, they had to punt it, and unfortunately a, a botch punt return gave them the ball, and they were able to go up two scores just like that. that was, that's deflating. Ball's on the 31-yard line. 
Some promising skilled positions returning, though, for Marple Newtown. They have Schumacher, McKee, boxes, the low snap. This one will be blown dead. Illegal pursuit. Ah, they're going to call encroachment against Garnet Valley. So free five yards. But a fair amount of returners for Marple Newtown coming back. But they will lose the majority of their offensive lining and their quarterback. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, what, the past five past six years we've had a paletti at quarterback so mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting to see who the next uh quarterback in line will be um you know some young talent um a lot of guys coming up into the program from you know youth football so i mean coach has got a spew of talent number two's coming back which is going to help right. a whole lot um you know you got number four in mckay Eric McKay, you know, you got a slew of players coming back. They do lose a lot of talent on that offensive line, but, um, you know, it's going to be uh, hopefully a full season next year. Um, fingers Knock crossed. On wood. Yeah, fingers crossed. You know, you never know, but uh, it's going to be a drop back. It's going to be complete. Marple Newtown's Paoletti connects with number 22. Cooper Conroy, another wide receiver. He'll be back next season. He'll be a senior next year. And, um, you know, a lot of credit goes out to the senior class. Um, A heck of a run here. Heck of a season for what it was. Um, And uh, you you can't be more proud than, you know, even though they're going out with a loss tonight. Trips formation on the far side. Paoletti airing it out. Open down the field. Sliding reception. What a snag by the Marple Newtown wide receiver at the 20-yard line. He's going to be marked down. That is Eric McKee. He will be back for the Tigers next year. You have two special players in boxing, McKee. That's a hard ball. I mean, we see guys on the Eagles not be able to track a ball like that. I mean, that's an impressive play right there by down at the 20, McKee on that reception. Now this is going to be a pass intended for, I believe that's McKee again, incomplete. That was 36 yards on that pitch and catch, and he was sliding as well. That was intended for McKee, that last play. Greg? The way the last two minutes have gone, I thought I was watching somebody play Madden on Twitch with these play calls. (laughs) Uh, The way the score is, I mean... Steve's more conservative when he plays Madden. <laughs> no no fake punts yet, though, Greg. It's going to be Paoletti from the 20. This play's going to be blown dead. I think there was movement by the Tigers, and there was. It's going to back him up five yards. Paoletti today. Let's see what he's up to. Jim? Eric? Yeah, so Paoletti, uh, he's 15 for 29, 167 yards. Unfortunately, he has his two INTs, which, uh, you know, they were backbreakers at the time. Um, if you look at Charlie Box, he's got eight rushes for 52 yards in that touchdown. Go over to Garnet, that's Shane Reynolds. Boy, he had a heck of a day here. 29 rushes, 151 yards. Paletti to the end zone. Box, he's in. Touchdown. There's your go, Eric. Charlie Box increases again. I mean, now he I'm gonna... is, he's by far... The uh, the best player on the field for Marple, and he continues to show it tonight. So that is Box's second touchdown, correct? That's correct. So we have to check the records. He might have matched the most touchdowns that he did last year <laughs> in a pandemic year in six games. He had 16 last year. 
And he's right at, almost at that number. As the Tigers will go for two. I'm going to have to look that up real quick. Yeah, plus he's, plus he's, been, uh, he's been a beast in the secondary this year. I mean, how many INTs does he have? Quite a few. That is true. Going for two. Why not? We'll see if he looks for him in the flat. Now it's going to be a throw way up in the air. It's like a jump ball. <laughs> it is good. It is caught by McKee. Drop back to pass. It's like an Air Jordan shot that's thrown up there in the back end of the corner. And it is good. 52-30. So if there was any question on bad blood, you think that uh, just kind of solidifies it right there. Going for here comes the onside kick. That's right. In a game here, this is is great. Here comes the onside kick. Yep, absolutely. So this puts that puts Box at twelve touchdowns this year, Steve, in a pandemic. So he averaged two a game. And you guys know I'm getting phone calls tomorrow about that comment ten minutes ago, but this just proves it. They despise (laughs) each other. Charlie Box at the end of this one will have averaged two touchdowns in each game in this pandemic year. He has 12 touchdowns total, receiving and rushing combined. Not bad. We we are nothing if not honest at the Tigers radio network. (laughs) Yeah, let's see. Let's see what this one comes with, uh, Greg. You might go that your onside kick that you're thinking of. They're still in contention. There it is. There it is. <laughs> and there it is. And they got it. You can't make it up, folks. And he's at the 50, wow. and they're going to say he got it. Wow. That's going to be onside wait, kick. They, wait, hold on. It, it looked like the ball came out again after the fact. They're discussing it. I think it was O'Brien that recovered it and ran and came down with it. Now they're going to talk this one over. I guess they're going to try Illegal to touching. If, if he was contacted. Well, either that or if he was contacted after he controlled it. I'm not really sure but, of that call. Man, he, he, Jim was spot on. Like, you don't do an onside kick down 22 of 46 seconds left in the game. I think the officials, no matter what happened to the officials, they gave it to Garner Valley because they want this thing to end. I would kind of agree. You agree with that, Steve? Just take a knee. Booze and kill from the 50. That one more should just about do it. There was 46 seconds on the clock, so they got one more. I don't think Coach Gicking was too happy about that onside call. <laughs> He's already standing five yards onto the field. The second play as he's letting him hear it. As this final will go, 52-30, Garner Valley wins the Central League Championship. The difference between 5A and 6A on full display. Steve, final words before I wrap up. Again, heck of a season. To be able to get six games into this uh, pandemic, um, half football, um, for us to be able to do this, I thank all you, Jim, Eric, Dave, Greg, Larry, all you guys. We got another one this Saturday, um, but great job to Coach Gicking and this Marple Newtown team, this Marple Newtown community to get this thing happening. Um, great way to 
I don't want to say go out. I mean, they lost, but uh, you know, a lot of kudos to this team. I can't wait for next year. Greg, last words? Yeah, I mean, this is a, a year of firsts and a year of adjustments and a lot of fun. Uh, and hopefully uh, Jim and I and the rest of us can kind of learn from this and, and use it to our advantage. Um, take uh, something positive out of something negative. Absolutely. Jim? Yeah, it was good all the way till the end. You see that, um, you know, listen, these, these teams battle. And uh, Coach Ricky knows what we bring to the table. And, and so there's respect there ultimately. So um, it, it's like uh, it's like Ho- Hogan versus the Iron Sheik. So, uh, Dave, I'll let you have the last word. See you Saturday, buddy. Absolutely. Those Haverford takes on Strathaven will be providing that game Saturday at 11 a.m. I'll be on the call with Brian Carroll. For everyone during this pandemic year, thank you for tuning in. It's been a tough year. Tigers Radio Network tried to make it as smooth transition as possible for those at home who were able to attend those games. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, heard on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. For this one, you can hear or read more about this game, get coverage throughout our entire 2020 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts at marplenewtownfootball.com. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram using at MNTigers. Engineer and director, Eric Kelling. Co-executive producer all the way down in South Carolina, our man, Greg Pecco. Community outreach director, none other than Sammy Snyderman. Social media tonight, courtesy of Charlie DePasco, who is in attendance at the game for us. Statistician tonight and executive producer, Jim Alsman. Marple Newtown Booster Club, Mary Ellen Box, Deb Donafrio, and Anthony Paoletti. Athletic director of Marple Newtown is Chris Gicking. Legal services provided by Philip Press Esquire of Norristown, Pennsylvania. Of course, executive producer, Jim Alsman. For everyone, I'm Dave DePasco for the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for watching and listening to the Tigers Radio Network heard on MarpleNewtownFootball.com for the 2020 season. See you next year. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marble Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers! Oh!